the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app, and we're seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. You can join us in the chat. Get your thoughts in on how the weekend went in the NFL. Week 15 was a banger. It was awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, you don't have, I know you don't have a lot to, to celebrate nope, today, my Jeremy. Football but, season's uh, over. It's done. It's the, done. It's dead. It's dead. Now I can just sit back and poo on other teams. Did the and, New York Jets not do you a favor, though? No. Did no, they, they not, did not do you a favor by just ripping away all of the hope of no, Aaron Rodgers no, returning? I think they did. No, they did not. They saved you a lot of heartache. We'll talk about that later, though. That's not really all that relevant. (laughs) That's a team that's one of six that is physically eliminated. Yes. Uh, yes. A handful more are are really eliminated. Yep. Uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, you were the first. Continue to be, but you picked up a win this weekend. And you didn't mean to. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> tens and tens of people enjoyed that game Live. i do and i also really enjoy all the panther fans that said well it was raining and it was kind of cold it's like 55 <laughs> meanwhile in buffalo it's six degrees it's raining and they're packed house well i mean and infinitely more to cheer for if you're the buffalo the Bill chicago fan. bears have been putting butts in seats it's six degrees, and you might get killed on the way to the stadium. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If uh, you really yep. care, it doesn't matter what the weather is. Yep. We'll get that. We'll get into that a little bit later on in this hour here. Uh, and uh, yeah, biggest biggest story of the weekend though has to be the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. Well, well, here we are. We're at the we're at that moment where the the hype train gets a going on the Dallas Cowboys, and then they stumble. And is this the start, or I guess just another step of the Buffalo Bills hype train of oh here we go again? Well, the, I would be really careful jumping on that Buffalo Bill hype train because you do realize you still need quite a bit of things to happen for you to really matter, right? I mean, you're the nine right now. Houston, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and Cleveland are all in front of you. Mm-hmm. You need two of them to grumper quite aggressively, and you have zero room for error because you're five and four in the conference. So I maybe maybe tamp that down just a bit. I understand why you're doing it, but that was not the bigger narrative for me. The Dallas Cowboys are absolutely horrific on the road. I don't know why, because everything you do should, in theory, travel. And that looks like a completely different team. Yes. And that's going to be a problem because now you have virtually no shot of winning the division. Because Philadelphia, I don't care if it's Jalen Hurts. I don't care if it's Marcus Mariota. I, I don't care if it's Randall Cunningham. They ain't losing tonight. So you've got a, a tidbit of a problem here. 
It is shocking how bad they are on the road. And I thought they had turned a corner. The only real true road game that they had had played since the the turnaround was uh, against the Panthers, who they beat bloody because mm-hmm. Carolina's terrible. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. No. Nothing's changed. No. This you team... went on the road, mm-hmm. and you were at one time down 31-3. to three. That vaunted defense. I, I'm not 100% sure that they still know where number four is. It, it, this game's been over for almost 24 full hours. They're still trying to use GPS coordinates to figure out where James Cook is because they didn't have a damn clue for 60 minutes. Nope. Nope. What's the thing we've been screaming for years about Buffalo, though? What do they need? You need a run game. And last night they showed it to you. For the first time, I think, in forever. 179 yards from James Cook. Is this the wrinkle that we've been looking for? Is this the second piece to the offense that can propel them to competing? And can that defense be as good as it was last night? Well, the the Joe Brady element of this has definitely changed the offense. Uh, I, I feel like Ken Dorsey was a bit of a scapegoat because a lot of what he did was not necessarily that different. He just had a much different result. Uh, Joe Brady is going to get head coaching interviews in this offseason, I promise you, because he will be he will be what people think has really changed this. What really changed this is that James Cook has been really good, and I think Josh Allen is just kind of shaking off all of the – I'm, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Y- your way didn't work. I'm going to do it my way because my way does work. Right. Uh, Kevin, the PRF in our YouTube chat said, what was the quote? What do the Bills do better than the Cowboys? Nothing. Uh, up until yesterday, that was the case. Now, on the road, what do the Bills do better than the Cowboys? Everything. And that's, I, I will admit, I'd looked past that. I thought we had gotten past that, and then we haven't. Mike McCarthy was terrible. Dak Prescott was terrible. CeeDee Lamb was largely irrelevant. And you just let a Buffalo Bill team that threw it 15 times, 15 times. Josh Allen had six more completions to his guys than he had to Dallas. Didn't matter. Mm-hmm. They b- absolutely blistered you. Yep. The defense is not as good as you think it is. I've had a longstanding belief of that. Your fantasy team might love their defense because they score a lot of touchdowns, but when you watch the film, it is really obvious that teams can score on them. Where I got lost was I thought the offense had turned that corner, and now Dak Prescott was this guy. No, Dak Prescott is the exact same guy that we have seen him be for many years. And I got, I'll admit it, I got duped again. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys have now fully duped me two times. Yes. Because a week ago, you were ready to put them up on that number one slot. If, you... they, were, if they were the one seed in the NFC, they would be the, the NFC's representative in, 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 the, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. They're not going to if a bullfrog had wings, he wouldn't bump his tuchus on the ground. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to deal with a hand you're dealt, and I don't think Dallas can go into San Francisco. I don't think they can go into Philadelphia. Uh, I'm not sure they can go into Detroit. Well, they can go into Tampa Bay. Yeah. That that sure. won't be much of a problem. Sure. Go in and just blister them first round, and then you're going to have to go to Philadelphia. Good luck with that. Now, and Danny Finn's fan in our YouTube comments pointed out something really telling. They play Miami this week Mm -hmm. in Miami. Which narrative ends up? You can shut a lot of this up by just going in and beating Miami. And I'll go ahead and tell Mm -hmm. you, I watched that team for 60 minutes yesterday. 
there's not a whole lot that I'm overly impressed by. Which narrative ends out? It ends up. Which one comes true? Is it that Miami can't beat good teams, or is that Dallas can't win on the road? One's going to have to give next week. I don't know, and I don't know that we should be putting all that much into what happens because you do have two narratives on each side of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Miami wins, you're probably winning the AFC East. If Miami wins, you're probably keeping the Buffalo Bills out of the playoffs. If you're a t- if you're a fan of a team in the AFC, you should really aggressively be cheering for the Miami Dolphins. Because I would rather play Miami than Buffalo right now. Mm-hmm. And it all comes back to quarterback because Josh Allen is just absolutely that good. Yes. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, you know, when- I also didn't expect every AFC team that had a shot at the playoffs to go, you know what? We got some stuff to do in January, and we really <laughs> don't want to necessarily play. Cincinnati, you are the luckiest team in the history of time that Kevin O'Connell is an absolute buffoon. Please tell me you know what I'm talking about. Remind me. What are you talking about? All right, so they played Saturday. Mm -hmm. They run three quarterback sneaks in a row. Second one, third and one, fourth and one. They got it on third down. Mm -hmm. Kevin O'Connell, in his infinite wisdom, and if you tried to explain this to me, it might take all day before you said anything that made even logical sense to me. Nick Mullins runs the snake right up the, the – it was like a really ugly version of the touche-pouche. He got it by a clear yard. Mm-hmm. Well, when the ball drops, ball's on the ground, a Bengal kicked it. Official picks it up, but the official walked back half a yard. So they spot it. It's short. All you had to do is review it. It's overtime. That's coming from up top. What did Kevin O'Connell do? He ran out fast. They snapped it with 29 seconds left on the play clock. I would have burned a timeout. I would have run that down to a second going, if you're not going to review this, I'm going to make you take a look at it. No, I'm going to run up fast. Yep. Just absolute buffoonery. And trust me, you'll hear a lot of uh, – you'll hear me talk about a lot of coaches today because there are a few of you. It's time for you to go on about your – Mary White. Was that much like the uh, play at the end of the first half last night with the uh, Jaguars? <sighs> yeah, I still can't figure that out. That's on Trevor Lawrence. It's not on anybody. Else. I guess. I guess. Because when 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 you're tapping the top of your helmet, doesn't that mean clock it? Doesn't that mean it's a clock it play? Not necessarily. Okay. I don't. Know, it just... I mean, it could mean that. That's highly unlikely. Right. Usually the spike. Usually the spike is the the fake towards the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, why you didn't spike it, I have absolutely no idea. That's what I'm trying because to figure out. Because it's first down, you're not running four plays in 11 seconds. No. I also don't understand why you threw it to a rookie wide receiver who apparently didn't understand how the clock works. Six yards short of the end zone. I, no, it wasn't that I, short. I, but I didn't it was, understand it was, any of that. Yeah, it was it was bad clock management. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to our YouTube poll question of the day, which we will be talking about in the second hour of this here program. If you were starting an NFL franchise from scratch – Right now, which quarterback would you rather start it with? Trevor Lawrence or Brock Purdy? I'm going to say his name from now on the way Cam Newton does. Purdy? Purdy. I'm going <laughs> to throw shade at Cam Newton until he says something about me. That's that's my goal. Is that I'll do it every day until he feels the urge to nice. fire back. Nice. Uh, currently, Trevor Lawrence is winning 69% to 31%. Yes. I believe that's the logical path there, but we'll talk about that mm-hmm. coming up in the next hour. I don't look at last night and think, well, the Dallas Cowboys can't win. 
But I definitely I look. On the rug. But I definitely look at last night and go, that's not going to go well for you. I mean, I never thought they were going to. I never thought they were going to win it anyway. I feel like San Francisco is the team to beat in the NFC. Everybody else is looking up, hoping for a prayer, hoping that somebody gets hurt, hoping that they take a weapon off of that team and make them vulnerable because they don't. They don't look it to me right now. Well, they're just terrible on the road. And that and, had been a problem a earlier in the year. Issue. I, oh, it's no doubt it's right. a major issue. Right. The thing I don't understand is you do things that are supposed to travel well. Defense, quote unquote, is supposed to travel well. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Mm-hmm. They were terrible. Dan Quinn was completely clueless. Clueless. And I, I just don't know how you rebound from it. How do you I just don't understand how you get bled like that. And you just Because never they came in with a plan and you didn't. Yeah, I guess. I guess you thought you were just going to show up and out talent them or something. I, I, I don't know, but it was, you planned to stop Josh Allen and they went, Hey, we got this running back and you were never able to, I, I mean, and largely you did stop Josh Allen. I mean, in the post game press conference, he said, I feel like the kid that didn't do any of the work and still got an A. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. I mean, it's all on James, right? It's all on James Cook. He had a day. He did. He had a day. That's what and I'm saying. That's, Even the, the the best defenses should be able to limit that, stop that, something. I, I'm glad we don't have fantasy shows for the next two weeks so I can just stop saying stupid things. I had one lineup yesterday that was real good. Mm-hmm. Scored over 200 points. Uh, the rest of them, all losers. Didn't go well for you. No, uh, well, no. But I had one with weeks. I had one with McCaffrey and let's see. I had McCaffrey, McLaurin, Stafford, Cooper Cup. That one was real good. Mm-hmm. That one paid for all the others' uh, errors. Yes, I had a pretty good one yesterday too. And then that point four points from Bijan Robinson. <sighs> that's really another tanked me. That's a that's another fun that's another fun story. <laughs> next hour we're gonna play fire them can't fire them exactly that's a little play on a team that somebody in this room likes and much like i said you know it you'll win when you don't want to win you know you'll it. lose when you don't want to lose we're on the full we're, we're on the full don't want to win train we well gonna, we you are we ain't gonna lose another one you are and after yesterday i'm not sure that you're not in the worst shape of any team in the nfl mm-hmm We'll get to that too. We yeah. we got a lot of ground to cover and we got plenty of time to do it. You're in the sportsocracy and this is ESPN Asheville. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC brokered by EXP Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at the Asheville Mall as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations, donate online or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Mall so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Markets, iHeartRadio Asheville, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana
Banana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this holiday season. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, God? We're back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It is the week. It's the week before the big day. You got all your all your things planned. You got, uh, you got everything ordered. Is everything going to make it on time? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, my wife decided to... Uh, it, it, I didn't have the big gift, so she uh, she she had one ready when I asked, and so I had. That's how I spent my morning. Aha! Uh-huh. Finding the big one with a a nice little little bit of angina, little little stomach ache, right. trying to find something seven days before, and luckily I did. Good for you, with the help of our good friend Amanda Fox from the Eddie Fox Show. Good for you. Uh, I'll be hitting the stores on uh, Thursday, I believe, and uh, we'll see how that goes. What a shock. Tank waited to the last minute. Hey. Again. It's the way it works. It's the way it works. I find it funny that you're the most last-minute shopper I know, and you're the only person I know that still shops in a store. I have to. I have to. You can't order things online two days before Christmas. Three words. Amazon. We'll get you nothing by Christmas if you order it Friday. Oh, that's not true. That's not even kind of true. Oh, I have a very strong feeling you'll be able to get nothing on your wish list. I've ordered in th- two days. Oh, no, I mean, you can't be super selective. Yeah, you have to. It's, <laughs> this, is, this is where we're going. I got you this lovely sock basket. Exactly. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> All right, you may be able to get things from my Amazon two days to no Christmas. No doubt. But... It ain't gonna be nothing that you want. Yeah. So, you know. Or you could just do it today. You have to have money for that. Oh yeah. See? And oh. you don't get paid until the Friday before Christmas, then you're just kind of until until the day of. Oh well we can so, probably There we go. I I, I can <laughs> probably assist in some of those things. <laughs> I do it every year, but that's but that's why I do it every year. I mean, look, I, I live paycheck to paycheck, and it is, yep, last paycheck before Christmas. Ah, we'll see what's left over. See what we got. Reach into the old Santa's bag of tricks here at the old Walmart, Target, and wherever the hell else I can go in the next 12 hours to get it done. Yeah, procrastination sucks, but so does being poor. You're in the sportsocracy of the ZSPN, Asheville. We will only be with you until Wednesday Correct. of this week. Uh, we will have more things coming out over the break, but frankly, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm tired. I got a lot to do over the break. Show's going to look and sound a little different when we come back. Yep. Uh, we'll have all new little toys and trinkets on the stream. I have been putting duct tape on that bad boy since about October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a nice vacation. It is going to be a nice vacation. Who is the best team in the NFL, though? 
Is it? Everybody it's, seems to think it's San Francisco. It is. I don't know that I agree. It is. What I, is it that is impressing you? So they beat the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Philadelphia Eagles, and they beat the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. and... When I see them fully healthy, I have not seen another team that could sniff them. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say this as nicely as I can because we're affiliates of, you know, one NFC team. We're very close to another. The NFC sucks. Like something <laughs> awful. Something terrible. And I've heard this narrative. Our buddy Adam Gold loves to say this a lot of how good the NFC is. No, it's not. You've got three teams that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. you got a fourth that is really inconsistent. There is a great possibility that your god-awful NFC South is going to get two teams in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. That's how bad that conference is. Yes, sir. There are 14 teams in the AFC that would make the playoffs. I I, I legitimately feel that way. If you took the Tennessee Titans and put them in the NFC South, they would have won that division by six games. Mm -hmm. The best team in the NFL is the Baltimore Ravens. Not sure it's close. Because they can do the one thing that none of the rest of you can say. I'd beat you any way you want me to. You want me to lock you down on defense? I can do that. Mm-hmm. You want me to just hand it to Lamar Jackson and go, hey, you go be real good at football. By the way, if he's not the MVP, we're doing it wrong. Straight up. It was Dak Prescott. It's been Brock Purdy. It's been, No, the one consistent has been Lamar Jackson. And I've said that. I've said he would be on my ballot the entire time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm tired of excuses from all of the rest of you. That's the one guy that has no excuse. He's never had one. He's never needed one. He is criticized at a much higher rate than everybody else. That's the MVP. Just saying, that's a little tangent I wasn't planning on going on. (laughs) Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the NFL. You're going to have to go into their house and beat them, and I'm not sure any of you can do it. Unless you're the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think they can beat them. Hmm. I don't. I do. You get Brock Purdy, I get Lamar Jackson. Yep. I I mean, I don't see how anybody watched last night and went, you know, I don't think that's the best team in the NFL. They took the Jacksonville Jaguars and just beat them into a little pulp in Mm -hmm. their house, and they keep doing it. Mm -hmm. They've done it to the Lions. They've done it to the Seahawks. They've done it to the Jaguars. Every little periphery team that you keep throwing at them, they squish them like a bug. Meanwhile, San Francisco, I'm not telling you they're not good. I'm just saying you're coming out of the NFC. That And here's how I'm going to equate this. We got the college football playoff coming up. Everybody talks about the SEC and how good the Big Ten is. Mm-hmm. The NFC right now is the ACC. All right, so if you were one of those people that was telling me, well, Florida State doesn't deserve to be in because they were playing in the inferior conference, so is San Francisco. And if you can't see that, I really can't help you. Mm-hmm. If you can't go team by team and just go in the AFC, you don't get layup weeks. You know who your layup weeks are? And I thought this all day yesterday. Your layup weeks are the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Who, oh, by the way, no, they can't score. Bailey's app was fine yesterday. They can't score. That defense will hurt your feelings. The New York Jets, that other than yesterday, that defense will hurt your feelings. The Tennessee Titans, they have talent. They have a young quarterback. In the NFC, you get the Panthers and the Falcons and the Packers and the Vikings and all these teams that you keep telling me they're good. Watch the damn games. They're all awful. Every single one of them is terrible. And you keep telling me, well, look, San Francisco beat 
the second best team in that conference. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They're not particularly good either. Here's how good Philadelphia is. But they didn't is. just beat them. They demoralized That's, that's fine. Florida State does that to Pittsburgh, too. It didn't really <laughs> seem to impress any of There's a huge difference, though, there between beating not the sixth really. best team in the ACC and beating the Philadelphia Eagles, who were in the Super Bowl Oh, you mean year. the team that was so bad defensively that they just audibled their coordinator two days before a game? Who was the last team you saw do that? I'll wait. They didn't do it at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. They literally went through the entire game plan and went, this is a disaster, and we've got to go to Pat Matricia on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's who you keep telling me is so good that they beat. Watch them play. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite tonight against Seattle, who's awful. Well, their quarterback might not play, but you keep telling me how good the roster is. Mm-hmm. You keep telling me how good the Dallas Cowboy roster is. They just went in and played the eighth best team in the AFC and got beat by a billion. And they would have beaten them by 50 if they wanted to. Stop trying to sell me on the NFC. It ain't there. It's not there. It hasn't been there. Hasn't been there not one time. We've done power rankings every week of this year. I went back and looked at this because I save all these things. Mm -hmm. In all the times we've done it, how many times have there been more than six NFC teams in the top 16? All year oh, long. I don't know. Once. Three. There you go. Other than that, the 10 best, 10 of the 16 best teams in this, in this league are in the AFC, and that's who they have to keep playing every single week. Mm-hmm. And yet, and, and I don't know it's because Lamar plays differently or, or just we're so used to him getting hurt or they've let us down. I don't know what it is. I don't know. They keep doing everything that is asked of them, and yet they get pooed on at every impasse. Because they don't have a two. There's not a two in the AFC. And I think that's what screws people up. There's not a second most daunting team in the AFC. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about this in the next hour. Of who is that? Well, where people get lost is no, there's not a two. But there's a two, a three, a four, a five, a six, a seven, an eight, a nine, a ten. There are the three teams in the AFC that are really good that are going to miss the playoffs. There are three teams in the NFC that are so damn terrible that I don't think I would watch them if they played in the parking lot out here. And they're going to get boat raced by teams that aren't as good as you think they are. San Francisco is my two, and that is where they will be. That is where they will be. I've also seen them miss their left tackle, and all of a sudden, they could not play dead in a cowboy movie. Do you understand that Baltimore's left tackle can't move? He can't run. He almost decapitated himself last night because he can't move and he's been playing that way for weeks. Oh, but Trent Williams doesn't play for San Francisco. It's a completely different team. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure Baltimore hadn't played 90 different guys this year. (laughs) Every time I watch them play, I go, who in the world is that guy? I have to wait till they show his back so I can see the nameplate because I don't know who it is. Rob Johnson telling me how great Brock Purdy is and that he's yeah. won more playoff games than Lamar Jackson. I mean, he has. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, name me the greatest receiver that uh, uh, Lamar Jackson had before this year in his life. You're okay. Not wrong. Okay. You ain't wrong. You are not wrong. I believe San Francisco is a better team than Baltimore. I feel like I also they just have... watched James Conner run down their throats repeatedly over mm-hmm. and over and mm-hmm. over again. And mm-hmm. watching San Francisco, I swear to you, all I could think about was what the, what would Baltimore do to this team? 
this is not a good – I mean, they run reasonably well. They also have to get away from it. They had no solution to James Conner. Mm-hmm. None. And, and this is not – I see Danny Fence fans saying that I'm throwing shade at Brock Purdy. I, I haven't said one negative thing about Brock Purdy yet. Not one. No. And if that's what you want me to be saying, that's fine. That's not what I said. And I'm actually going to defend the guy – here in pretty short order, so don't really put words in my but mouth. It, but it's when you say, I'm taking Lamar Jackson, you're taking Brock Purdy, that automatically Watch assumes. the two of them play. I get it. I understand. Lamar Jackson's asked to do more uh, to, to do more for his team than any quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's not a slight. And yes, I'm including Patrick Mahomes in that. Mm-hmm. Th- there was a play last to. night where he ran around for nine and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. He, because he has I to. Think I think mean, he that's... broke four tackles, ran around for nine and a half seconds, mm-hmm. and had three receivers that had completely dead stopped. Mm-hmm. Still found a way to convert. Yes. That's not a slight at Brock Purdy. It's not a slight at anybody else. No. It's a, I'm dumbfounded at how are we not getting this. And I'm not telling you they're going to win the Super Bowl. The best team doesn't win quite often. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at the odds right now in Vegas, and San Francisco is an overwhelming favorite, and I feel like you are setting money on fire. Because I've seen it. I've seen Kyle Shanahan do this in the playoffs. Oh, we got the best team. He had the best team four years in a row. You know how many Super Bowls he made? One. Mm-hmm. And got beat in that. I guess the team that didn't play particularly well and still beat him. Mm-hmm. When, when have you seen Lamar do that? Lamar's never really had a team to do that. They've always been good enough to be competitive. They never had they never had stuff like this. Weren't I mean, they, they had, the one seed the year that, that he won the MVP? Weren't they the one seed that year? Uh, they might have been. I think they were. I think they were. I don't really care what seed yeah. you are. The AFC is also markedly better now than it's been mm-hmm. in the past. I get it. D- I'm deeper. just I'm just saying if you're going to use that uh, that that against Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, you always have you also have to use it against Kyle Shanahan's Lamar done it for, Jackson. Kyle right? Shanahan's done it for 15 years. Lamar Jackson's been hurt two years in a row. Kyle Shanahan doesn't run around. It's not, oh, you know, I hurt my knee. It's I'm a, a dumbass that can't figure out how to coach in the playoffs. Those two things are not the same. You get that, right? But you've seen Lamar play in the playoffs. Handful of times, yeah. And he, and he has not, He what, he won one game? Okay. It, I'm, I'm just saying if you're going to use that against it in San Francisco, you have to use it against Baltimore, too. Not, you've never seen them Not when one's the guy on the field and one's the guy calling the plays. One of them's done this as a position coach, an offensive coordinator, and, a, and as a head coach. Mm-hmm. There is a significantly deeper resume with Kyle Shanahan than there is with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is 26 years old right now. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan's been in this league for 15 years. Yes. He's been a coordinator or a head coach in this league for a decade. I'm aware. There's, there's a little bit of a difference there. A little bit of a difference there. Okay. I mean, when it comes to not being able to win in the playoffs, my only point is both of these teams are proving to you that they can't do it. I need it, it comes back to that I need to see it thing, right? I I don't feel like I need to see it for me the one. Well, I got news because you. I you feel like we are that you've seen it with. We are on a collision course. I feel like for San Francisco and Baltimore. Well, you're I, okay. So let me just all right. So your argument of I need to see it. All right. So I force you to make a bet on somebody. Who is it? Because you don't have anybody that you've seen it with, and for, before you give me Kansas City, just oh, understand no. they don't have a receiver on the team. No, I'm I'm trusting San Francisco. If I had to Who's bet my house never on somebody, won I would do anything. It. Neither has Baltimore. Neither has anybody. That was the point. <laughs> that was the whole point of what I was saying. That's like that would honestly be like saying, "Well, I'm not going to buy a car that's not the safest vehicle on the road that also goes 200 miles an hour." Well, that doesn't exist, so I guess you're going to walk. I get John Harbaugh. 
you get Kyle Shanahan. One of them's won a Super Bowl. One of them has not. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm going that way. I'm going that way, and I'm catching significantly better odds this way. Yep. And I just don't get it. Yep. I don't understand it. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. Okay. Um, Rob Johnson said they would have beaten Philadelphia last year if they had Purdy. I can't tell you that's inaccurate. I can also tell you Philadelphia beat them within an inch, within an inch of their lives. They did. And it was not just the quarterback. Brock Purdy doesn't play defense. And they embarrassed them. Mm-hmm. That they did. I'm not going down that path. No. They would I'm not, not. I don't think they would have won that game I don't last either. year. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just blindly believing. But when I see these, I, I, I mean, and maybe that's it. Maybe it's because San Francisco has the names. They have the star power, right? They have the... They have the Christian McCaffrey. They have the Debo Samuel. And I'm not trying to slight OBJ or uh, Zay Flowers or I guess Isaiah Likely now that Mark Andrews is gone because he's been pretty damn good. That's the point. I'm not saying. What you just said is my point. Mm -hmm. Best receiver for the Ravens. Who is it? Zay Flowers. Uh, No. Best receiver on the team. It's Mark Andrews. He's been gone for weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. But Trent Williams, oh, his knee hurts. Ronnie Stanley can't move. He physically can't run to the point he almost killed himself last night. And I think now he's in the concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Trent Williams and Debo doesn't play, and all of a sudden Brock Purdy looks like the seventh-round pick that we all think he is. Yep. But he gets that excuse. Lamar doesn't. Make that make sense to me. How, Baltimore's what do you mean killed. he gets that excuse? Well, Brock Purdy had three games where he didn't look like he belonged in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't have his left tackle. Uh, Lamar hasn't had his for months. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's physically standing there, but he is so limited that it's pathetic. He didn't have his number one receiver. Lamar hasn't had his for weeks. Oh, he, he, didn't, he didn't have his running back. Lamar hasn't had his all year. He was playing Keaton Mitchell, who, oh, by the way, he got hurt last night, too. Mm-hmm. But we make all these excuses because they're convenient for San Francisco because you were dog water for three weeks. And got annihilated by the Bengals. Just physically manhandled by the Bengals. Mm-hmm. None of the things that you talk about had anything to do with that game. No. But it happened. And that excuse is okay, but Baltimore's just, well, they're fine. They're like, they're like two or three mm-hmm. playing in the better conference. I can't, I can't make that make any sense to me. <laughs> Uh, which one is better? Is it Baltimore or is it San Francisco? We're going to find out Christmas night. And I'm here for it. Yep. These two teams go head to head next Monday night at 8 15. Because the other two games on Christmas, you should play with your new toys. Yeah. Let's not, let's not do that. Uh, it's in San Francisco, though, and we'll see. We'll see what it is. Steven Tao's already uh, offered. What are we betting on next week's game? Um, the. I don't think. What do you want to bet on next week's game? Do we want to do another pie in the face? I, I never about, paid that one I, off. I, I was about I still to say, owe you two of them. I, I think. was about to say Tank's not. Uh, he's not spending U.S. doll hairs. Yeah, I don't have the the doll hairs to spend. Uh, <laughs> so I don't. I feel like San Francisco will win that game. Then will the excuse be? Oh, but Baltimore was on the road. They can't be expected to win that game. No, I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna say that they're par they're on par with each other, next week is going to tell us. Who's the best in the NFL? Who's got the lean on the Super Bowl? Jeremy takes exception with the fact that San Francisco is already the favorite as far as Vegas is concerned. 
No, hey, it's, get I, don't in so, on it. I don't so much care that they're the favorite because they're the best team in the NFC. Mm. Every other team has a gigantic yeah but in the NFC. I don't care that they're the favorite. Mm. I care that they're the overwhelming favorite. I care that they are three to one a better favorite than any other team in the NFL, and to me that is dumb. Just insanely, insanely dumb. Uh, you're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, each perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, max protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It is ESPN Asheville. The Sportsocracy is heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and it is a victory Monday for, well, for one of us in the studio. Um, not that I really wanted it. I just, hey, when they win against your will, I guess you just got to ride the wave. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers keep on winning games. They are now 7-7, seven and seven, and they are leading the NFC South Division with a tiebreaker over the New Orleans Saints. For the moment, one of their best players didn't play this week, though. His name, Devin White. We've talked about him a lot, the uh, young linebacker who you know, set the world on fire when he first joined Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's going Helped well. Helped lead him to a Super Bowl, and then things went south. Um, so he requested the trade in the offseason, right, and said, I don't want to be here anymore. You need to trade me. They never found a trade partner. Well, because he can't cover anything uh, in the in the passing game. Which is insane. He's the fastest linebacker in the NFL and couldn't cover me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. He's a hell of a tackler, though, and he can, he can make splash plays, but – He's not happy in Tampa Bay. He was hurt all week long, and they finally said, all right, uh, you're good to go, and got medically cleared to play. Well, he was he was hurt all week long, quote-unquote, but he was a full participant in practice on Thursday and Friday. Yes. They cleared him to play, and the coaches came to him and said, yeah, we're still going to start K.J. Britt, though, at linebacker. And that is when he turned around and said, no, I'm not going to play. Can't. Can't. Hurts. Can't go. 
can't go. That's the only. That's the official word coming out of uh, the Buccaneers' locker room is that ah, he just couldn't go despite being cleared to play, and uh, despite the fact that you know he 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 was he was going to play until they said you can't, you're not going to start. We're going to start KJ Britt. Britt had had been pretty good in his absence. So they weren't going to upset the apple cart, but Devin White is one of those that believes that he is one of the best linebackers in the league, and he's not going to sit. This is not going to end well. Obviously, I don't, I don't see him playing again for this team. No, uh, I mean and the, he'll and, be gone. Oh yeah, and they'll save like eleven. It's like eleven million dollars, right? I don't know. I, I think that's what they say with it. I mean, they're going to need it for that four-year, hundred sixty million dollar <laughs> deal they're about to give Baker Mayfield. And I'm not going to lie, I am. So here for that day. Mm. I cannot wait for the day that he hits that button and he has no idea what I'm getting ready to say. And I just go, Baker Mayfield's your new franchise quarterback for a bajillion dollars. Yay. Hey, first quarterback to ever have a perfect quarterback rating on the road in Green Bay. Uh, th- Let's go. To me, this is just a sad, sad state of affairs. It's a very promising young player who you know he's had a he, he's he's hit a loggerheads here with the uh with the coaching staff and i really wonder how this is how this will affect him moving forward what do you mean how it's going to affect teams him look forward? at him and go oh, I don't know if no that head case nope nope and i'll t- i'll tell you exactly how this goes uh a smart team will fleece you for him mm-hmm. and then he'll go be a pro bowler somewhere else oh you know how i know that because i already watched todd Bowles do that with my team I already watched him do that with my team. Yep. Tamario Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had no clue how to use him. Mm-hmm. No clue. Mm-hmm. New Orleans went, we do. Come on down. Come on down. Come be a pro bowler four or five times because that's what Devin White will do. Right. And don't be shocked if it's with a team like San Francisco or Miami or one of these teams that has a has a bright head coach that's not Todd Bowles. Mm-hmm. God, I hate that guy. <laughs> Uh, my story, I wish I had the Sopranos music to play behind this because this is about the most Tommy Cutlet story I could ever tell you. Well, that didn't go so hot yesterday. The the, the Tommy Cutlet's that story kind of crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. Well, his agent, uh, not, it's, it's, what's it, Sean Stellato? Sean Stellato. Well, apparently he's been out here doing, you know, doing the Lord's work for old Tommy Cutlet's and he had booked him an appearance at a pizzeria in Morristown, New Jersey. <laughs> I'll give you Coniglio's is the name of the pizzeria. Oh man, no doubt. This yeah. is this this Just steers right into the dummy gutlet. Leave thing. the gun. Take so, the Coniglio's. So he was supposed to be showing up Tuesday for a two-hour appearance for ten thousand U.S. dollars. Hey, I mean, first of all, it's not a bad day's work. He's got to make it while he can. No doubt, because mm. this is this is like uh, this is like invisible. It's going to disappear it's real like fast. Four weeks from now, nobody's going to pay him 50 bucks to show up at a pizza parlor. Well, I mean, four weeks from now, Home Depot will pay him $15 an hour to show up at 8 o'clock and sell lumber. <laughs> but apparently Sean Stellato, after the Monday night victory against the Green Bay Packers, decided that, that the terms of that agreement were no longer sustainable. Okay, And so he said that Tommy DeVito would still show up but now, instead of it being $10,000 for two hours, it was going to be $20,000 for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not saying here, these are their words, not mine. The owner of Coniglio's, 
Mr. Coniglio, said, sorry about that loss today, Giant fans, but we're Italian too and don't like when someone says one thing and does another. We have a full Italian uh, mob fight in the NFL, and I'm here for it. I am so here for it. And I want to go to New Jersey and eat at this pizza place right now just because they told him to stay at where they said, no, John. Listen here, pudding pants. You're not good at this. You're real bad at this, actually. But you got your little, uh, hey, forget about it, uh, little hand signals. So we're, we'll, we'll pay you 10 grand. We won't like it. We'll do it. You want you 20. Trying to, you trying to stiff me based off of one win. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy What's DeVito's going to be sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> Tries to extort more money out of Mr. Coniglio. Yeah. that's the I, Look, that agent, did you see what he showed up wearing yesterday? No. He looked like the Notre Dame leprechaun. He was wearing, apparently it was a Hall of Fame blazer from the Italian Hall of Fame or something like that. Okay. It was green. And he had the little fedora hat. I was like, dude, if you showed up to a business meeting with me, I would take one look at you and go, you're not very good at this, are you? Let me guess, who is your second most high-profile client? I was hoping you had a follow-up for that. Oh, I mean, I had plenty. Uh, Somebody that took, somebody that was in two episodes of The Sopranos. That's I feel like Jamie Lynn Sigler's probably called him and been like, hey, <laughs> what is could you that defend outfit? me? Could you be my agent? Huh. Huh. Home of the shiny green suit, apparently. Yeah. New Jersey. Who knew? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that story's aging like milk. Wow. I mean, it was fun while it lasted. But you get smacked around by the New Orleans Saints and that's not gonna go well rich vital said that's my family probably <laughs> that's probably part of mine too are you italian as part, well very small part i was gonna take one look at my father you'll see uh oh yeah several people that were at my wedding went did your dad ever killed somebody for money <clears throat> not to my knowledge nice i got all the i got all the full leprechaun i'm just every all the hair's red and i look like the brawny man <laughs> Uh, we do have one of these, though. Who's going to break the news? Is it one that's going to make me happy? No, probably not. Um, apparently, the Pittsburgh Steelers have decided on their starting quarterback. Mason Rudolph. For their upcoming game. Mason Rudolph. Let's go. He's going to get the start against the Cincinnati Bengals this upcoming week. Uh-huh. Huh. They are, quote-unquote, though, leaving the door ajar. For Kenny Pickett, just in case he's able to return from his high ankle sprain. So basically, they they took one look at the film and went, "Is Mitch Trubisky actually an NFL quarterback?" No, 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 mm. no he's mm. bad. Eventually, we were all going to get clued into that, right? <laughs> Eventually, we were all going to come around to, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he shouldn't be playing anymore. He's always got the. the uh, obviously, Amy's a she's a Steelers fan, so we watched every second of uh, um, Steelers Colts. And every time they showed Mitch Trubisky on the sideline, he had this look on his face, like I would assume a cat would have if they accidentally fired a handgun. Like the hell was that? What did it, what did I do? I 
I touched that thing and it exploded. And he kept looking at his arm going, I see the receiver and I throw it and then it goes out of bounds. And I don't know why that keeps happening. And it keeps <laughs> happening over and over and over again. Because you're not good at this, Mitchell. Mitchell! He does have this look on his face. It's just like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. No. My mom dropped me off, so I'm, I mean, I'm here. Like, I'm a, you guys are going to have to let me hang out with you. Cause. That, that, that whole team just continues to be bad. And it didn't get any better. What, did their, their running backs combine for like 30 yards? Oh, no, it was more than that. Was it? Jalen Warren had more than that, I think, on the last drive where they were just trying to get the <laughs> clock to expire. It's you always know it's good when a team well. comes out on the field and just goes, run it. Just run it for the love of all that's good and holy. Just let us go home. This has been a disaster. 30 to 13. We got, got beat down by the Indianapolis Colts. We got our brains beat out by a guy with a mullet that lives in a panel van. It's not going our way. And they have a weird horse logo that's everywhere. They've got a big blue horse mascot that's making sexual pelvic thrusts at the goalposts, <laughs> and he keeps doing it. Can we stop that from happening? Pittsburgh Steeler football coming at you. Huzzah. Excuse me. I was wrong. It was 30 yards apiece. I, I thought that same Jalen Warren, 10 for 40. Najee Harris, 12 for 33. Excuse me. Pittsburgh Steeler football. You're in the sports. 74 inches at a time. Let's go. <laughs> this is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It's Monday night football tonight. Jeremy's bangers are next. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC brokered by EXP Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. Twas the day before Christmas, and at the North Pole, the elves were all gleeful, mind, body, and soul. From making to baking, content as you please, when off in the distance, they heard a loud sneeze. <laughs> Hello, I'm in need of normal human cold medicine. One last stop to top off the tank, and Santa's a go with Ingalls to thank. Merry Christmas from Ingalls. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Monday Night Football. And this game looked really appealing about two months ago. And now you may have two backup quarterbacks, and it could be an assault on your eyeballs. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingalls Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Great chance that you don't have Geno Smith. Possible chance you don't have Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia Eagles are a three-and-a-half-point favorite tonight at the Seattle Seahawks. Over-under is 45. I'll start with the easiest part of this. Under. If it's Drew Locke and Marcus Mariota, I don't love the chances of anybody in this game scoring more than 20 points because neither one of them is particularly good. They're both names, but they're not very talented. 
and you have two guys that haven't taken a ton of reps with the first team. You've had Geno locked in all year. You've had Jalen locked in all year, and neither one's missed all that much time. So I'll go under the 45. As for who wins, Philadelphia from 2 to 53 is just way more talented than Seattle, and I don't see that much of a difference between Drew Locke and Marcus Mariota, and I don't really care that this game's in Seattle. That fan base has to be a little disillusioned that this team very easily could not only miss the playoffs, but miss it pretty aggressively and not really be playing for anything for the last two weeks i don't think it's going to be as loud as you're used to as loud as you would expect it to be so i'm taking the eagles minus three and a half under the 45 for more find us on all the social medias at the sportsocracy and as always love the savings with Ingles, love the winnings with me mow it out sportsocracy it fires me up man i love it say it one more time the sportsocracy shake it back beer city's best sports talk it is gross just earlier they are mature actually you just have to get to know them better your lunchtime dose of dumbassery live from the ingle studio it is espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am 1400 the sportsocracies heard everywhere on the iheart radio app we're seen everywhere on youtube go to the sportsocracy.com click the live video link subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat and get your thoughts in on week 15 in the NFL, plus, um, well, whatever else wants to come up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to, uh, if anybody in this chat wants to really state what grinds their gears, uh, you know what grinds my gears? The people that work in fast food drive-thrus all of a sudden. Just, I mean, I've never worked in fast food, ever. He had so a- I've, I've never taken a training course but I'm gonna assume that if you turn yourself into LA Knight while I'm making an order and just go, yeah, that's probably wrong. <laughs> All right, that's probably not the way you're supposed to do that. It's definitely a one of a kind experience in the uh, drive-through of a certain fast food establishment this weekend for Jeremy. I uh, also told somebody behind me that, and I quote, "Didn't need to hear your life story. Just wanted to know what you wanted to eat." Well, hey, at least you know they can string together more than just one word sentences. Right? I mean, look, I understand this is not is probably not where you had hoped to land, but maybe, just maybe, it's the holidays. Yeah. Just be nice to somebody. The world's never been fatter or more depressed, according to a recent survey done by the CDC. Very true. They just want a cheeseburger and to feel good about themselves for a minute. So maybe, just maybe, throw a little cheer their way. The world never should have showed us how, how great it was to just be hermits. Uh, just sit, sit at home, home and do bonbons. nothing. I'm doing nothing but betting Russian table tennis and housing boxes of Christmas tree cakes. Let's go. I sat around for a year and a half going, I really don't miss anybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I haven't seen a person in five months and I could go longer. Exactly. Like this is glorious. Meanwhile, me, the hermit that doesn't really love seeing people most of the time, Six weeks in, I'm like, I have to get out of this house or I'm going to burn it down with me in it. <laughs> but even at that, it didn't have anything to do with getting back to the people, really. Bar. Right. It was just, ah, you could have stuck 50 strangers in that bar and it would have felt good. It's fine. Otherwise, I just need to listen to you talk about stupid things. I need to see one goofy guy that looks like Sean Stiletto trying to pick up a girl at the end of the bar. That's all I need. <laughs> I don't need direct interaction. No. Just... I need you to be in public to amuse me. Uh, how amused are you right now by your football team? Zero. Yeah. Not at all. 
Yeah. Fire them. Fire them all. Ain't that fun? New York Jets went from – Jeremy went from having a little bit of hope that the New York Jets were going to win this past weekend, and then maybe he would have the Aaron Rodgers story to lean on. But then you lost 30 to nothing to the Miami Dolphins in what looked like mm, a team not ready to play. Oh, no, they weren't ready to play. It was a joke. It, it was – I genuinely – the Raiders scored 63 on the Chargers, and we came in here and said, I don't know how you're supposed to look at those 53 guys and go, that's the guy leading you into the last handful of weeks. I feel the exact same way about the Jets. Yep. If you don't fire Robert Sala today, and I, frankly, I don't give a damn what Aaron Rodgers wants. If I was Woody Johnson, I would have called him in my office this morning and said, look, you can get on board with this or not. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But your buddy Nathaniel Hackett is a moron. Genuinely don't understand how he doesn't fall down more. I don't know how that guy gets his shoes on the right feet every day unless he has left and right written on the soles. That's the only explanation I got because this is not rocket surgery. And Nathaniel Hackett makes this so hard that it is almost impossible to figure out. There was a play yesterday where Makai Becton, he guessed Bradley Chubb was going to go to the outside. So he leaned to the outside. He cheated to the outside. Chubb goes to the inside, and he just went, well, shoot, he did, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he just plastered Zach Wilson. Well, look at there. Good well, look, for you. Look at that. It's good for that guy. Let's, let's go back to the huddle and try to do this again. That was fun. Was that was, was that what he was talking about in the postgame when he said, we got to work on our slide protections? Uh, we got to work on everything. Uh, you know what we really got to work on? We got to find a coach that's got an IQ above salad dressing. That would be great. I mean, you had, the world was your oyster. You could have had Aaron Rodgers back this week. Aaron just blew out his Achilles three months ago. He picked a pass off in practice with the scout team on Friday. Think about what I just said. He made a leaping, one-handed interception with the scout team. And the 53 able-bodied guys, 46 with the inactives, that you put on the field walked out and throwed through what was quite possibly the greatest grumper I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I never for four minutes into that game I went, this is going to hurt. Yep, this is going to hurt because you're not ready to play. Yeah, no, it was it was quite evident from the jump. And the sad thing is that's not the only team that did it. The Atlanta Falcons did the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. At some point, bad leadership leads you down this path. No doubt to where. <sighs> Brandon Staley, right? Brandon Staley. We had it last Friday. After you just showed up on Thursday night football, it was evident that nobody in that locker room wants to play for you anymore. No. Nobody in that locker room is inspired by you. Nobody is learning anything from you being here. That's what it felt like with the Jets yesterday. That's what it felt like with the Atlanta Falcons yesterday. Which one do you think is harder to, to, to back at this point? Because for me, that's clear, and it's going to sound weird based off what I just the said. The one that's harder going forward? Yes. Which one back? Which one can you not physically get to a point of, you should come back here? Oh, the coach? Yes. Uh, it's Arthur Smith for me. It's not even close. I guess. You're an offensive guy. Mm -hmm. Let's just, just for, for giggles. Let's just break down what offensive genius Arthur Smith was able to put together yesterday. <laughs> and and now understand, I un, I know it was raining. I know it was gross. I know it was gnarly. I'm well aware of that. 
All right, we, we live an hour and a half from the stadium. I know what the weather was. It was happening outside my window as well. You have continued to do this with Desmond Ritter, who was 12 of 20, had a 15 and a half QBR. Sweet. Maybe the worst quarterback I've ever seen play this many downs in the NFL. I don't know that I've ever seen another one where I went, I don't know what you're seeing, but if you have another quarterback on this roster that is clinically alive and has two foots and two arms, he's better. I don't need to know anything else. I don't need to know his name. I don't need to see him play. Nobody else can be any worse than this. Might be as bad. Can't be any worse. That's bad. Your leading rusher was Tyler Algier. You know, because, I mean, of course, you don't have another running back. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, you do. You took one with the eighth pick in the draft who played 30 total snaps, had seven carries for 11 yards, and three targets where he got one of them for three yards. He had one of the worst fantasy output days in the history of the fantasy football playoffs Mm -hmm. for a guy that was started in that many lineups. Mm -hmm. Not that I care about the fantasy thing. I care about that's the best player on your team. The second best player on your team was Kyle Pitts. He had four targets the entire game. The third best player on your offense is Drake London. He had three targets and didn't have the first one until the third quarter. You're an offensive guy, and your offense is so anemic and so unbelievably pathetic that I would think you had no talent, except you do. Except you do. I'm not sure I couldn't throw to Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and B. John Robinson and at least look competent. But instead, you have to continuously do this Jonu Smith, Cordero Patterson thing. I, I don't know if it's because you played Madden in 2017 and you really fell in love with those two, but that's really the only explanation that I've got. I don't see how, how Kyle Pitts shows up to work every day. That dude's got to have a mental resolve that is unlike anything we have ever seen before. To be the most talented tight end prospect I've ever evaluated. Him and Brock Bowers are 1A and 1B. And you have been completely irrelevant. Top five tight end pick, completely irrelevant. You have to fire Arthur Smith. I would agree. Have to. Mm -hmm. You cannot ask this fan base, in what is the worst division I've ever seen in football, it's not even close. Somehow you have managed to, with the most talented roster in this division, not close. You're completely out of it. The Saints are better than you. The Bucks are better than you. And yesterday, the Carolina Panthers were better than you. Mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers. And it wasn't even close, really. The score yeah. was close because Carolina couldn't score. Mm-hmm. Which is If you watched that game for any extended period of time, you never thought Atlanta was the better team. Never. Never. Carolina was better than them for 60 full minutes. Bryce Young. Yeah, guess what? It was raining on him, too. Weird. He looked like an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter didn't. No. No. And he's and and he, as Arthur Smith, has stood by <laughs> and has just demanded that it be done his way. Right? His way. It's Desmond Ritter, not Taylor Heineken. And I'm not saying that Taylor was good when he got put in there. He's better than this. But you refuse. You refuse to do anything but Desmond Ritter. And for some reason, you can't pull the trigger on B. John Robinson. Uh, who that dude and me has a really good point. They also have the best offensive line in the NFC South. They do. And it's not even close. They do. 
it, it, I mean, it's, 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 it's a I, joke. I think it's what you it's the thing you always say, two to 53. They have a better team. No doubt. It's not even close. Then whoever's leading this division. It's not even close. Exactly. And, and I'll be honest with you, I think Atlanta will be one of the most attractive jobs on this market. I mean, our buddy Ben Johnson, uh, AC Reynolds graduate, no mm-hmm. big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm him, I'm in. You I'm taking in. that job? I'm in. You'll get I can a, find a quarterback. You'll get all the leeway. I can go find a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I, I walk in with a no-doubt number one wide receiver. I walk in with a no-doubt number one tight end. I walk in with a no-doubt number one running back. Oh, by the way, and I have a really good offensive line that's locked up for a long time. Yep, I can figure the rest of it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know why Arthur Smith can't find you a quarterback. Hey, Atlanta, call me. I'll find you a quarterback. I promise you. Sam Howe would be your quarterback if you'd hired me three years ago. Because it's not that hard, and I got news for you. There's five thousand of me out there that could have told you Desmond Ritter. There was nothing there. There's never been anything there. You're not invested in him, and yet you keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense to me. No, the best way Arthur for Arthur Smith to lose his job was to keep doing things the same way he's been doing them because they haven't been working. It's because he thinks he's the smartest guy in the of room. Of course he does. And now I want to draw the parallel of. For me, if you told me one of them came back, it's Robert Sala, mm-hmm. because I think you have to fire Arthur Smith. Mm-hmm. Robert Sala has the same problem. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Yesterday, the Miami Dolphins had one receiver. One. Jalen Waddell. What did Mike McDaniel do the entire game? Put him on the left side. He won't travel sauce with him. Mm-hmm. Because Robert Sala, the great defensive genius, doesn't understand the second receiver on this team is Robbie Chosen. That will be the only time I ever call him that. Uh, the same guy that couldn't line up on sides. The same guy that has bounced around this league like a ping pong ball. Meanwhile, you have a top five corner that you took, but because we're the New York Jets and we do this the San Francisco 49er way, our corners play on sides. That's dumb. And that's uh, I didn't watch as much of that Jet game as you would think I would have because, frankly, I was physically ill by the second quarter. You don't realize in this league how bad some of these coaches are until they coach against a good one. And yesterday, Robert Sala coached against a good one. Arthur Smith did not. Robert Sala did. Mike McDaniel's a good coach. And he toyed with him for three hours. It looked like a cat playing with a dead mouse. You can do nothing. I will do whatever I want to, and I will do it over and over and over again. And then you'll get the ball back. It'll last 45 seconds, and you'll get it right back to me. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep doing this. The only thing that kept Miami from beating them by 60 yesterday was that Mike McDaniel has a, a little affinity for Sala because they were on the same staff. I do not care what Aaron Rodgers wants. I don't care. This was your guy, your offensive coordinator. You're comfortable with him. Awesome. You want to make him some kind of consultant so he's in the room? I could care less. He cannot be the one calling the place. Can't. And if you're Zach Wilson, please, God, trade me. Please trade me because he will go somewhere else that has competent coaching, and you will see the reason he was the number two pick in the draft. I'm not going to tell you that he's ever going to be great. This is the exact same thing that happened to Sam Darnold. You put him into this absolute pressure cooker of New York with horrific offensive coaching. His was Adam Gase. Zach Wilson's has been uh, Mike LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett. And you broke him. This kid's got arm talent. He had no prayer yesterday. 
None. He had no shot. The defense was awful. The offensive line didn't look like they even knew who each other were. And you have no receivers. Yeah, you you can't expect a guy like that. I I, I don't care what you think about Zach Wilson. If you already think that he's broken and he's never going to be a thing and never going to develop, then 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 that's fine. That's your opinion to have. But you can't expect anybody to grow glad when they're that. under duress like he was yesterday. I'm glad you said that that way because I'm going to say something, and I mean this to the highest degree. If Zach Wilson was the starting quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, you'd have already won this division. Behind that offensive line with those weapons and Arthur Smith even having a competent offensive scheme. He's not a good coach. Mm -hmm. He's not. That's how bad that offense is. That's how bad that offense is in New York. With all this high-priced talent that you put out there and you're running your kick returner as your number two receiver, and he's probably the second best receiver on the team. Mm -hmm. Because you have been hijacked by Aaron Rodgers. And I, I, frankly, I don't fault Aaron. You've earned the ability to say, hey, I like playing with these guys. But this is the time where you've got to be competent enough. For And this is what I told you before the show. If I was Woody Johnson, I would have looked him dead in the face this morning and said, is that the coach that you want to tie the last year or two years of your career to? Because I promise you that guy's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Mm. He's not because he's a defensive coordinator. Yep. That is his role in this league. He's a defensive coordinator. He got his crack at the apple. The defense is inconsistent. It's really good. It's really talented. You put a lot of resources into it. You got obliterated yesterday in a game that would have kept your season alive. And I don't know if you looked at the standings, but practically everything you needed to happen, happened. Mm -hmm. You should be going into a game this weekend with the Washington Commanders, with Aaron Rodgers coming back, with still an eye on the playoffs. But because you have a leadership that is so absolutely piss poor, you walked in like the the New England Patriots, who were completely eliminated before the day even started, showed 10 times more fight than you did. The Carolina Panthers, who have been eliminated since about 15 minutes after the season started, showed more fight than you did. And that's on you. Mm -hmm. That's on you. Yep. There should be no excuse for not having your guys ready to play when there's something to play for, right? I understand the occasional grumper. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it in the only game that matters in your season. Exactly. When it comes to crunch time, you have to have more than that. Next you, week, you can play the water boys. It doesn't matter. Yes. And yeah. for me, I, and I'm telling you, this is a 30-plus year New York Jet fan. Hand it over to Jeff Elbrick for three weeks. Hand it over to him. I, because I think he's a competent enough guy. I don't think he. I don't know that he can be a head coach in this league, mm -hmm. but he deserves a shot. Yeah. The defense has been the only thing that's kept this team from getting beat by sixty every single week, and I credit him more than Salah because Salah can't figure out even the most basic tenet of NFL football. You have one receiver. Hey, maybe, maybe I should put my best corner on him. Well, that's not what we do. I don't care what you do. You know what you do get beat 30 to nothing in the most important game of the year jeff ulbrich as the defensive coordinator with a new offensive head coach is that what you're looking forward to next year i would be fine with that i don't okay. think i don't necessarily think that's how it's going to go because ulbrich's one of his guys mm -hmm. but i think you have to clean house and, and frankly i don't care yeah. I, I don't care you yeah. cannot be hijacked by a short time quarterback this team is too talented you've got too many guys like Brees hall and and sauce gardner and Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson that are young players, and you have basically shown them over the course of two years, hey, this is what it's like to lose. You've just been complete and utter abject failure losers for two years. I hope And it's they Robert can. Sala's fault. I hope they can. I, I hope Joe Douglas, if he's still employed by this team, 
that he takes he that opportunity. But. Woody Johnson, whoever it co- falls down on, I, w- I I hope you can come up with the look, Aaron. This ain't gonna work. The problem is, I don't know that I, I don't I don't know that Aaron's gonna see it your way, and I I still feel like he he holds all the cards here. Well, if and Aaron comes in, I'm and not says, gonna be leveraged. I'm not the Green Bay Packers. All right, mm-hmm. you didn't do 17 years of good work for me. You've put four plays. That's what I've got of you. Mm-hmm. All right, and yeah, we gave up a second round pick and we flopped uh, first round picks last year. If you can't get on board, you're not part of the solution. You're ever been as big a problem as the, as the rest of them are. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. And I don't. And honestly, the competitor in Aaron, I think he's going to see it my way. Maybe. Of you know what? This Nathaniel Hackett thing's been a joke. I can't defend him anymore. I want to win a Super Bowl, and I'm not sure I can win it with these guys. I know I can't win it with Robert Sala. Mm-hmm. I know that definitively. But but will Nathaniel Hackett be just fine if we bring in Devontae Adams? How loyal is Aaron? That To me, that becomes the question. Is Aaron so loyal to Nathaniel Hackett that he has to have him? Is I don't he- think so, but that's the narrative that we're putting out there. Well, that, I mean, because that's where you are. Because everything hinges on Aaron. Aaron holds all the cards here. I mean, they can. I disagree the, with you the team can say, "Yeah, we don't want to do that or whatever." But I don't. I don't believe that they will. I. You said Aaron holds all, all the cards. I disagree with you vehemently. Mm-hmm. He I'm, walks. I'm still he walks into franchise. that room, and they're going to tell him what's what. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. So, all right. So let me just ask you the question. Yeah. Uh, right now, the New York Jets have the sixth pick in the NFL draft. Yes. Um, is Aaron Rodgers going to be here for more than two years under any scenario? No. No. All right, if you can't get on board, that's fine. We're the only place you can play because we're not eating $60 million to move off of you. So the Brett Favre thing where you go to Minnesota and have that third act, that ain't happening. Yep. If you want to continue playing, it's here. We want to win, and we have young guys that are going to be here for markedly longer than you are. We got to do what's best for the team. You're part of the team. If you want to be a part of the team – all here for it i think he will see it my way could be wrong no. I, I haven't dealt with him nearly as long as packer fans have mm-hmm. you put all this together these were all your guys didn't work we got money we got a, a very high draft pick we'll go get you a left tackle we'll we'll spend on the offensive line the defense is already pretty good let's lather up and actually be a competitor next year with robert sala you're dead before it even started and hopefully he'll be able to understand that Hopefully he'll be able to see that. If he doesn't, I I can just see the path of he will do whatever possible to convince you that this is okay. Of Rob's got my blessing, Nathaniel has my blessing, and it's all going to be better because we're going to get Devontae, right? Devontae's going to come over from Las Vegas and we're going to trade that pick. Unless he plays left tackle, I don't really care. I don't either. I, I, I don't either. There's a lot of things to figure out here. Now that's my but one team. thing we do know. But one thing we do know is Aaron will not be playing the rest of the year. No, uh, that's my team, and and I'm saying to fire him. And his team is also saying to fire him, but in a much different way. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is CSPN Asheville. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast 
Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at the Asheville Mall as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations, donate online, or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Mall so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Market, iHeartRadio Asheville, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this holiday season. The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's not fair. Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it. Back in the Sportsocracy, the New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons, they should be next in line to fire their head coaches. Um, We entered the season with Todd Bowles at the top of the list. Of oh, but you can't fire him now. Coaches that uh, should uh, be on the hot seat. And now, now, that's probably not going to happen. It's so frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating. This team is doing exactly what I thought they would. Uh, Win you, too many games and we can't fire the coach. Have you ever heard of the song Wide Open Spaces? Yes. Do you know the next line in that song after they say wide open spaces? Room to make a big mistake. Room to make the big mistake. That's right. And that mistake, my friends, is coming. And and Tankers, I, I tried to tell you. Mm-hmm. You told me in the, in the preseason, no, oh, Kyle Trask will be blamed by the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no. No. No, and you know why? Because Baker has a high-end receiver. Mm-hmm has a good two mm-hmm. they've got a tight end mm-hmm. and they've turned rashad white into an actual thing mm-hmm. now if you dig deeper into this what you realize is that he really preys on bad defenses the green bay packers are horrific especially when they don't have Jair alexander yep because nobody nobody baby can deal with a number one wide receiver so now you've had baker go in to lambo first perfect quarterback rating Ever from mm-hmm. a visiting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Can't fire Todd Bowles. Can't do it. Mike Evans will be gone next year. He has no desire to come back because he knows what this is. Mm-hmm. Devin White obviously has no desire to come back because he mean, knows what this is. I mean, they're still away. There's no way. They're still away. Mike you Evans. Lose this at, Mike Evans. At th- oh, 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 oh. I yeah, thought you were talking about that Mike Evans was no, coming no, no, back. No, no, no. There's no way Mike's coming back. But no. there's still a way that Todd could get fired. You lose the next three. You go. You lose to Jacksonville, lose to New Orleans, and then well, you're going to lose Jacksonville. Somehow you end up losing to the Atlanta Falcons at the end of the season, or the Carolina Panthers at the end of the season. That's how Todd Bowles gets fired. So there's still hope well, in my you're heart. Go- you're going to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are going to beat you senseless because that's what they do. Maybe. Every time, all right, you tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, every time I Jacksonville you. has been housed by a good team, they go take it out on a bad team. 
You're that bad team. For the most part, yeah. You're that bad team. Uh, now, I, I I have to say, uh, and Gambit fan said this perfectly in our in our YouTube comments, uh, Baker has his best game of the season. Mm-hmm. Now people are thinking he's good again. Mm-hmm. In other news, the sky's blue, grass is green, and tank's in hell. Bingo. Ta-da! That's, that summed it up perfectly. Bingo. Because um, you do get that the long-term deal's coming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm aware. Life as a Bucks fan, Can't man. Life as a Bucks fan. Just when you, just when you want them to just, just suck, just suck. You don't have it in you. They don't have it in because them. because you know what that Baker deal is going to do to your, uh, to your cap, right? Oh, it's going to destroy it. You lose Devin White. Mm-hmm. You lose William Galston. Mm-hmm. Lose Mike Evans because mm-hmm. all his years are void years. So he's gone. So you lose those three guys. And now Baker becomes really expensive. You're just clawing with your fingernails are bleeding and they're breaking because you're just clawing on broken glass to get into the playoffs. And you lose two of your one, one probably your best player on the team, another that's really talented and you've used very poorly, mm-hmm. and a couple other rotational bit piece guys. Yep. And you think it's going to get better? No. This is the mistake that teams make over and over and over again. And there's only one reason it happens. Because you have guys whose seat is on fire. They find a way to stave off execution for one more year, and then they will do everything in their power to not get fired for another year. Mm-hmm. Does the, the, the franchise in 2025 be damned. I have to stay employed for another year. Yes. It's the only way you keep your job. Right? And you take you that one step forward, which leads ultimately to 10 steps backwards. You can't lead a 3-14 and 14 team and keep that job. You just can't do it. But this right. is the reason that I always say, when you, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's probably a duck. I told you before this year, if you let Todd Bowles stick around, you're not going to like the way this goes because you'll be better than you think. Mm-hmm. You're still awful, but you're still going to – there's a great chance you're going to make the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. you said they could lose out. I don't see any way they lose out. I don't either, but that's a, there's hope. <laughs> you and the Saints feels very much like a play-in game for the division. Mm-hmm. And then who, you end with the Falcons? Panthers. And I don't see why you lose that. I think the most likely route here is that you probably – you lose to Jacksonville next week. You lose to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then you beat Carolina, and that win over Carolina is enough to sneak you into that last wild card. Yep. And then we get two teams in from this god-awful division. Which is just terrible. Ain't it going to be grand? Uh, Stephen Tao asked if uh, Tampa Baker would be six years, $150 million. I that I would say you said four for 160 wrong, because that's the going rate for quarterbacks that we give entirely too much money to. 40, 40 million a year. Yeah, Geno Smith and uh, Daniel Jones looking right at you two. Mm-hmm. And you're about to have a buddy in the I make how much club? They meet at a Bennigan's. And then they go to Applebee's and have dollar margs. Mm-hmm. The worst case scenario for this team is that the Jacksonville slide continues next week. Baker's still able because that defense is not good. Jacksonville's defense is not no. good. And so you could put up points against that. You could win that game, beat the Saints, beat the 
damn Carolina Panthers, then you're ten and seven. Now we've really got hope, right? He now about we're said a real bad word. Now we're ten and seven, and we're going in hosting a playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys. Even if you lose that game, sixty-three to nothing. I mean, Las Vegas Raiders style. Even if you lose that game, Todd Bowles ain't going nowhere. Todd Bowles ain't going anywhere anyway. No, I, I don't think there's a path. There's a path. Uh, no, you want there to be a path. There's not one. There's not if one. If he loses out, he's not staying. I disagree with you. I disagree with you because you wanted done to fire him last year and they couldn't. Well, they could have. They 100% could have. They could have. You said this. I'm going to use your words. You said how bad this ownership group is. Mm -hmm. This is what bad ownership groups do. Mm -hmm. We expected to go 5 and 12. We went 7 and 10. We were competitive for the playoffs. Mm -hmm. We don't want to upset the apple cart. The offense was better than we thought it would be. Mm -hmm. So we bring it back another year and do it all over again. And we pay Baker a stupid amount of money. Dave Canales has turned that offense around. Mm -hmm. Now we're, now you're, now you're a a dual threat offense, right? When we had Tom Brady, there was no running game. Now you got one. Now they've turned Rashad white into an actual threat. And Dave Canales gets the flowers for that. Baker Mayfield's having an amazing year. See, this is exactly why we brought him in here, because he did it with Geno Smith last year in Seattle. And then he comes down here, and now he's turned around Baker Mayfield's career. It is absolute seventh level of hell right now if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan wanting to be good for the long term. Mm -hmm. Because here's the problem. What other Tampa Bay fans are not understanding, and I know my dad's listening right now, and I am directing this right at him. I am getting so damn sick and tired of getting little text messages on my phone, little musical notes. Oh, we won again. Yeah. Shut up, Dad. Seriously. Yes. Every Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan who's like my father drives me absolutely insane. Because this does nothing for you. Thank God we made the play. Oh, we won back-to-back division championships. I've never seen that before. Well, congratulations. You're going to have to wait another 20 years to see another Super Bowl. Or to even be even considered relevant for the Super Bowl. And this is what you've done. This is what you have done. Now, look, it's not your fault. Like, I want them to lose. Not my fault. I can't go and tell them to lose. You know, you want to win games, you can't tell them to go out and win games. They're just winning games. But it serves no purpose. The only purpose it serves is to tie us to this anchor of Todd Bowles for another four years. Because it's what you're going to do. You're going to sign him to another extension for four more years. You'll fire him in two. Mm-hmm. But by then, the damage will have been done. Mm-hmm. You were trying to come out of this with all of the salary cap woes that we had in the wake of Tom Brady. Your only solution to a quicker recovery was to suck. And now, and now you've given us just enough hope that we're so happy we're going to make the playoffs. Ain't it? Don't feel good. You're going to get another banner to hang up. That goes to NFC South champions. Makes us feel so good, warm, was, was fuzzy. That, was that cathartic for you? It was. Yeah, he says that to me a lot. Uh, and I've also met your dad, and he's going to punch you directly in the jejunum. And, I mean, uh, frankly, that's 
that makes this the gift that just keeps I t- on giving. I, 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 I tell him this every time. And he was texting me that yes, that was not a that was not made up. My dad was texting me little quotes to to Christmas songs because he's so happy that we won that game. Oh, we look so good. Super Super Bowl MVP, Baker Mayfield. You're uh, duping oh, yourself just, once again. Just since you said that that way. Um Kelvin Joyner asked the YouTube comments, does anyone else swoop in and sign Baker Mayfield? It's funny that you asked that because I do have friends in the NFL. And yesterday, because I knew this topic was coming up, oh, because yeah. I had completely defecated on Tampa Bay yesterday. <laughs> and just to be clear, nothing I saw yesterday changed. changed my mind in any way. I asked a couple people, what does the contract look for Baker? There's a reason that I'm so confident for, for 160 because I got told that three separate times yesterday. Yep. Uh, would any other team be interested in him? Would you care to guess the response that I got? It's <laughs> close enough. That it? That's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's close enough. No one else is signing up for this because you know who signs up for this? Desperate suck ass franchises like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh that you actually came closer the second time. The response I got was no, because nobody is that desperate to stay relevant this bad. Right. Because you see an opening. You're in a division that's terrible. The Panthers appear to have made a bad decision with Bryce Young. The Saints are a billion dollars over the cap. The Derek Carr thing is not going well. And Atlanta is in yet another rebuild. So Mm -hmm. they see the opportunity to come in here and win the division for a couple more years. Mm -hmm. I've been being told this all year long. None of this is new information. None of it problem is what and 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 i'll be honest with you i understand your dad's plight mm-hmm. older guy mm-hmm. he said this to you he did at one point it was very morbid <laughs> because my dad said something very uh and very similar to me of i'll be dead by the time this team's any good and you might be too yeah that that was what i got that's the difference in verbatim you know, hope versus not hope verbatim the other day my dad tells me that i'm an old man and I don't get much happiness in this world, and I don't know if I'm going to see you next year. So I'm just in it to win it this year. Well, congratulations, but the rest of us that are confident that we're going to be alive for the rest of this do not want to be saddled with Baker freaking Mayfield and Todd No Expression Bowls. Look at this. Guy gets, <sighs> guy gets a stint and he's Superman. I'll be around for 40 more years. Let's go. <clears throat> drives me mad Uh, we should have pulled the plug on this last year but they were too i wanted to say a real bad word right there uh tank i'm still i'm still convinced the only reason that they didn't do it was because they didn't want to be thrown into the into the racial argument of firing a black guy i I, that would be at sports you can you can at me if you want to but i still feel like there's the only way he kept his job this year yeah you're and now i'll just go ahead and tell you you're totally wrong on what you just said you're a hundred percent wrong on what Mm, you just said mm -mm. there was a belief in todd balls there is a belief in that building there always has been. there's nothing that's why i've always been so confident on tampa bay (sighs) is because i know there's a confidence in that room Mm -hmm. and i know that there has been way way more latitude given to him than you would ever think i don't know why that's why i was so confident on baker mayfield you argued with me about this for what felt like months yeah of no kyle trask will get no he won't Mm -hmm. no he will not and i was wrong look kyle trask not good right 
The only moments we've seen him, he's not been good. And Baker, he's been okay. He's been okay, and he's winning games, and now you're 7-7, seven and seven, and here you are. A chance to win the division, go to a playoff game, and you're right where I thought you would be. Nightmare scenario, you're not getting rid of Todd Bowles. Nightmare scenario, you're not getting rid of Baker Mayfield. And here's the thing, you're going to lose everything else around them. And then when it's Baker Mayfield and a whole bunch of sixth-round draft picks, and this team really sucks, then you're going to realize that we're four years behind where we should have been. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve her community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It's time to get weird, Jeremy. Anytime we do weird, you can rest assured that there's probably a Florida man story coming not far behind. This one's from Lady Lake, Florida, which I have never heard of. It's about a 38-year-old man named Michael Dubberly. And as you do, he's a big fan of the boozes. And apparently, this was a couple nights ago. It doesn't tell me exactly the date. Uh, he had a couple boozes. And he was just walking down the street, living his life. And I guess it was a little cold in, in Lady Lake, Florida. Don't know what that looks like. I'm going to say it's probably warmer than it is here. Mm-hmm. But I guess he got a little uh, chilly. He was drinking Mike's Hard Lemonades. Had four of them with him. When he was found by police, two of them were empty. One of them was half empty. And one of them had not been opened. But apparently in his drunken haze, he got a little cold. So he did what you do. Mm-hmm. What you do when you get cold? You cover up. No. You're out in public. You got nothing to cover up with. Build a fire? There it is. You start a fire. And it's not that he started a fire that is so weird. It's what he started the fire with. Uh, His own shoe. (laughs) He lit his shoe on fire, then passed out next to it, drunk, 
on the side of the road. Okay. They found him. He was very obviously intoxicated. He told police that he had only had one Mike's Hard Lemonade Tall Boy. As I told you, they found two that were empty, and he was, let's just say he was better than 7 o'clock drunk. <laughs> so they felt like he was probably telling him a, a fiblet or two. Mm -hmm. He was arrested, charged with disorderly intoxication. He was also hit with a recreational fire charge because he left his shoe unattended whilst there was still flame and smoke. So you never do that. I, don't I mean, it's not a crime the, to I don't sit. really understand the. I don't understand the thought there. I'm cold, so I'm going to take my shoe off and light it on fire. But now your foot's going to be cold. You 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 created a new problem in solving the first problem. I don't get it. Uh, uh, he lives in Florida, so he's probably used to walking around barefooted, right? I would imagine. So don't really need the shoes couldn't you know didn't want to set somebody else's property on fire he was just being responsible kelvin joiner said where my florida man at i like it uh <laughs> florida is the state that just keeps on giving it really is i i you know everybody always says it's where people go to retire mm -hmm. or something you know more nefarious than that i also think that is in large part where crazy people go to get crazier uh we got a super chat we need to get to here no no I'm your huckleberry. Comes into us from Patrick Holt. Says, Jeremy, what's up with Sam Howell being benched? Well, uh, he had been hit somewhere in the neighborhood of 443 times. And I think Ron Rivera started to feel bad for him. So they, And that was the one thing you really couldn't do. You got to understand. Fan is short for fanatic, and fanatics are crazy people. And so you put in Jacoby Brissett in a game that was largely over and he looks really good and now what do you get controversy and it's dumb because sam house the quarterback of the future there are certain parts of the washington commanders that i look at and go i know moving forward that you will be here you will be here you will be here and that is sam howell terry mclaurin Jahan dotson i'm through now that's it uh yeah I feel like they're a landing spot for whichever left tackle they fall in love with. Right now, they would be at four, I think. Mm -hmm. So they would probably get Joe Alt. Ola Fashanu falls to, to six with the Jets. Um, but, I mean, this is a team has got a lot of draft capital. But, I mean, you're just playing out the string. This is the reason that you fire a guy like Ron Rivera. Mm -hmm. you, you don't don't invite controversy where there, sh where there shouldn't be. Right. No Commanders fan, with at least in my opinion, no commander's fan that's reasonable can look at this and go, Sam Howell's the reason that we uh, that we're four and ten. Sam Howell's doing the best he can do with with what he's got. You had a Rams team that knew you were absolutely no threat to them whatsoever, and so Jacoby Brissett comes in, and yeah, he looked impressive against very slack, very vanilla defense in a game that had long been decided. Mm -hmm. I mean, when Jacoby Brissett came in this game, and correct me if I'm wrong here. I believe it was 28-7. It's over. And there's 13 minutes left in the game. You're not scoring three times. They scored late with a minute 46 to go. We've had 29 onside kicks in the NFL this year. How many have been recovered? None. One. As of one. And I don't remember the one. I don't either. That's why I said none. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things that you have invited this controversy. It's not a good thing. Rivera said in the, in the postgame that all he was doing was trying to protect Sam Howell from getting hit anymore, but now you make it a story. And that's 
that this is why you don't carry guys around like this. Ron Rivera knows he's got one foot in the grave, one foot on a banana peel, and the foot on a banana peel is halfway off the ground. This is over. We all know it. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be an alluring job, I think. I mean, I'm just looking at the jobs that could come open. Washington and Atlanta are the two that I look at and go, I don't see a lot of negative there. No. You got a lot of money, and you got a good amount of young talent. The difference is one of you has a quarterback, one of you doesn't. Mm Mm-hmm. I would take both of these jobs over the L.A. Chargers and wouldn't think about it for a second. The Chargers are killed financially because they went all in with with old Brandon Dum-Dum. Mm-hmm. It depends on your situation, though. I mean, if you're a if you're a Ben Johnson guy. If I'm Ben you, Johnson. You take, my, the longer, you take the longer range plan, right? If I'm Ben Johnson, Atlanta's the one that I want. Yeah. You got Atlanta, Washington. I can go get my own quarterback. I can build a team around it. I got two young receivers. I got a young running back. I got a really good offensive line. Uh, Washington would be my two Mm -hmm. because I have a young quarterback. I have a couple weapons. I can upgrade the line with some of my money. I've got two extra day two picks. I can get that left tackle, franchise left tackle, and then I can build the roster the way I want to. And I'm going to bring in one of these old hat defensive coordinators that will, hey, Robert Sala, that'd be a great place for you to land. God, wouldn't that be ironic? Yeah. Ben takes that. <laughs> Never mind. No, no good can come from where I was headed there. Uh, now I have to but, be nice to Robert Solids by the fact that I don't want to. Right. But if, but if you're a Jim Harbaugh, then L.A. makes more sense to me. I, because you I come in and you, you're, you have a ready-made roster to win now. I agree with what you just said there. I also have absolutely zero faith that, that Jim Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan. Yeah. There have been no reports of that. Mm-mm. Uh, and uh, some of the commander fans that you threw a couple out there on us, I, I got it. They have more players than that. I was being more hyperbolic, but I was trying to explain that an offensive guy is going to look at this and go, man, this is a paintbrush I can paint with. Mm-hmm. That's there's a whole lot of paint in that can and I yep. can make something real pretty with that. But and should, I'm going to get all the credit for it too. Uh, but afterwards was Ron Rivera open about it. Did he say, he said, I was trying not to get him hurt. Just trying to get Sam mm-hmm. not hurt. Well, and then you shouldn't. The only problem As a with, fan, you shouldn't be going down that path, but I know you will. The only problem with press conferences like that is the same problem we have with politics. Nobody listens to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. All right, so you can run on the greatest platform you've ever heard. People are still going to take the little snippets they hear on social media, and they're preconceived biased, and that is what you stand for. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you say. So come out today and don't play him again. Sam Howe will not play the rest of this season. I, and I would have no problem with that. That'd be a great way to solve this. Because do you know who they play next week? No. The New York Jets. Sam Howell will not play the rest of this season, again, especially against the team that kills quarterbacks. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's Bangers coming up next. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Twas the day before Christmas, and at the North Pole, the elves were all gleeful, mind, body, and soul. From making to baking, content as you please, when off in the distance, they heard a loud sneeze. Hello, I'm in need of... 
normal human called medicine. One last stop to top off the tank and Santa's a go with Ingalls to thank. Merry Christmas from Ingalls. It's my favorite parlay for Monday Night Football in the first hour. I told you I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles minus three and a half to not just win tonight in Seattle, but to cover. I also love under the 45. We add a couple layers to that. DeAndre Swift and Kenny Walker anytime touchdown scores because I don't think you're going to see a ton of passing yards in this game. Throw in under 79 and a half for A.J. Brown receiving yards. Under 22 and a half first half total. Under 22 and a half second half total. That gives you a parlay that pays at plus 15000 which means if you take $5 put on it just like I am, that will pay out at $755. You can take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get a 125% deposit match on your initial investment and up to 30 risk-free wagers so you can bet football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingle Studio. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM. 1400, the Sportsocracy, also heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. You can take us with you everywhere. Watch us everywhere you go as well. On YouTube, go to thesportsocracy.com. Click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. It is an overreaction Monday. Uh, We also have breaking news. (gasps) Breaking news, I love it. Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? It's from Adam Schefter, Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson, on whether Trevor Lawrence will be able to make it through concussion protocol and play at Tampa Bay this weekend. I'm not at liberty to speculate on head injuries. I can't say one way or another. Just know it hasn't happened very often, and so there is a great chance that Tank's Buccaneers, who he just railed on, if you have qualms with anything he said, you can find him at Sports Tank ESPN. Don't send it to me. I didn't say it. So it's entirely possible that you're going to catch your CJ Beathard. Uh, there you go. Couldn't uh, happen to a nicer guy. There you go. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, yeah, you sure we're not going to win out? Uh, yes, I'm still sure you're not going to win. Because okay. you're B-A-double-D bad. Yep. Now we are. Now we are. Um, Gambit fan says, just be happy. You're going to win. I don't want to win. He's been around me too long. Strangest he understands, thing. He understands the value of building for the Jeremy future. Jeremy and I used to, we used to get into knockdown, drag out arguments over this. And then finally one day I was like, you know what? You are right. Well, he made me see the brighter side of things. And so now now I'm just full in on it. It's the best path forward. Mm -hmm. Losing is the best path. Look around the NFL. There are three kinds of teams. Mm -hmm. There are habitual winners. That's the Baltimore Ravens, the Philadelphia Eagles. uh, And the reason they're habitual winners is because they draft really well. 
there are habitual losers. That's the New York Jets and and teams of the like, the New York Giants. That's because they draft really poorly. Mm-hmm. Then there are teams that flipped the script. They used to be habitual losers, and now they're winners. They're not habitual anything. And it can go in the opposite direction. Either you lose a really good drafter or you gain one. That's like the Detroit Lions. That's the path we want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Is I want to be good for a while. Instead, I now have a team that has the longest streak of missing the playoffs in North American sports. Oh, 13 years. That's a lot. Hey, it's your lucky number. Maybe we'll be over after this year. Your 2024 Super Bowl champion, New York Jets. There you go. That will be the only time you hear me do that. Mm-hmm. Rob Johnson asks in the YouTube comments, is it safe to say that Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be out next week? I would say so. Probably that so. Terrific. Uh, that's just come down from the NFL as well. Steelers safety uh, DeMonte Casey has now been suspended for the rest of the season. That's... He will not be allowed to play again this year because of the hit on Michael Pittman Jr. And look, the hit was bad, but you also have to look at the fact he didn't expect him to lay out like that. We we are over-legislating this to a ridiculous point. The hit was awful. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying he didn't do something wrong, but to suspend the guy for the rest of the year because you're watching it in slow-mo, you don't think in slow motion, stupid. I swear to you, some of these people that legislate this, hey, you know what? And Troy Vincent, yeah, you're not you. You don't you're not who I'm talking to here. Okay, some of these other buffoons that work in some of these league offices. Hey, you know what? Let's. Uh, I'll make a deal with you. I will take you to any football field you want, and your little puny us has to try to guard me, and we'll see how quick you react trying to bring down six five two hundred sixty five pound Jeremy at five seven a buck forty. Okay. We'll see how often you lower that head down. We'll see how often you do so. It just It's infuriating. Mm-hmm. It was a dirty hit. Find the guy. 100%. Mm-hmm. Finding him three game checks. All right. We're, uh, I get that it was bad. The hit yielded something terrible. There also has to be some common sense with intent. That kid made a bang-bang decision. It ended really badly. All right. We, we have those every single, every single week. Mm-hmm. And you know why we have that because we put polyurethane helmets on the biggest people on the planet and tell them to run into each other at full speed yep anyway yep um this is this all goes to history though right player history plays a lot into this and demonte casey's a guy's been fined five times already for the by the nfl for this kind of thing he's also played in this league for an extended period of time I, I get it but at some point i mean this goes back to the kareem jackson thing I don't compare those two. At some point, you have to tell these guys. Kareem Jackson's had more dirty hits this year Mm -hmm. and been suspended twice than DeMonte Casey has in his life. I'm not saying he hasn't, but this is a bad time for this to come up. Look, Casey's a guy that I was super high on when he was coming out, So I and I keep pretty good tabs on these guys. That kid's a football player, Mm -hmm. all right? Is he a little reckless? Maybe. He's also a safety. Sorry, it's kind of par for the course. Now, here's, here's the thing. Casey does have recourse here. He can appeal. And he will win. And he appeals, and that goes before a special committee. Do you know who heads up the special committee on these unsportsmanlike hits? I'm going to go with Troy Vincent. No, sir, it's Derek Brooks. Also also a good one to have on your side. Right. So if Derek Brooks is going to look at this and go, that's too much, 
far be it from me to say, no, Derek, you're wrong. Derek overturns it, right? And the rest of the committee, then it is what it is. But for right now, I feel like this is all playing in the wake of the Kareem Hunt or, or the uh, Kareem Jackson thing. We brought him up. He had to meet with Roger Goodell. We put out the warning, stop doing this or it's going to get you in trouble. And then the very next week, DeMonte Casey puts a real bad looking hit on Michael Pittman, defensive, defenseless receiver. And they go, okay, you're the example now. I'm it's just, not fair to him. But I, I'm incredibly tired of the, uh, the, the um, softification mm -hmm. of, of football. And yep. I'm really tired of watching calls that are softer than the contents of a preschooler's pampers. <laughs> it is daily draft time here in the sportsocracy, as we do on every Monday, overreaction Monday. It's stock up, stock down from the weekend. I have the first selection because every game that we picked on Friday that we were going to go to, they Bad. were all terrible, except for Cleveland and Chicago, which was the only good game that I picked. Oh, yeah, and here will be the extent of what we talk about. The, hey, Darnell Mooney, catch the damn ball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will. Ne there's a still frame online of him sitting up with the ball in his lap, and the caption says, this led to a game-ending interception for Cleveland. <laughs> it's that foot man you you kicked it back up with the foot and cleveland came up with the game winner uh my first selection has to be the buffalo bills nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills you still have a long road to go but i still feel like this wasn't going to happen without winning that game against the Dallas Cowboys. And not only did you win the game, but you made everybody else in the league question the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you can do it again, right? I don't I I don't know if you can continue this for the rest of the season, but the James Cook thing is beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. It's the thing that we've been asking you to do for 3 years. And now, finally, you have a running back that can pull it off, and you had a scheme that could pull it off against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, let's mm. see if you can do it next week. Hmm. I vaguely remember a guy having James Cook as the number one running back in the club. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's draft season, people. I'm about to get completely insufferable, <clears throat> especially because every single year there's like 20 more dudes that, hey, he probably played on my team. Yep. And he's real, real good at football. Yep. Uh, all right, so you took the Bills stock yes. up. yes. I'm going to level with you. My next seven potential selections are all stock down. <laughs> so there is a possibility that I may go six straight stock downs. Old negative Nancy over here. And I will happily start with my no doubt number one. That would be Arthur Emanuel Smith. And then my number two, I'll just do them both at the same time because, well, you're stock down for the same reason. Uh, Robert. Nathaniel Hackett, Sala, you're both god awful. I do not understand how you're employed. You are, you are as ill prepared to do your job as the fast food feller that I stopped at his drive-through, and when I pulled up, he went, "Yeah, like L.A. Night." No, hey, thanks for stopping it. I'm not gonna out the company because they might sponsor us one day. What can I get started for you? No pleasure to serve you like Chick-fil-A. I got, yeah. Yeah. That's what you are. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. 
You're both awful. You both had playoff potential. Was it distant for the Jets? Sure. You also have probably the best player in the history of the franchise that was able to come back that's worked his keister off for 14 weeks to come back for this stretch run, and you put out the greatest grumper you'll ever see. And Arthur Smith with that goofy mustache, you look like a drowned muskrat for 60 minutes sitting there holding the play sheet that looked like it might as well have been the menu at Waffle House. Good for you. There is nothing that makes me angrier than watching guys in the NFL that think they're smarter than everybody in the room. And then they take all of these guys that work their butts off over the course of the entire year. And the game plan and the preparation is so unbelievably bad. And you both had it. You were both a disaster. If you two had played each other, the game would have ended two to nothing. Because one of you would have accidentally run out of the back of the end zone. Not because either one of you did anything right. You were both awful. You both should have been fired today, and I'm very upset that neither one of you have. Yep. Uh, Gambit fan says, how is Arthur Smith still this high to be going down? How How is the stock high enough to go down at all? Well, Arthur Smith is the loser brother of the NFL. Every time you think he can't go any lower, he grows a weird mustache. And then you think, well, he can't get worse than this. He keeps getting arrested outside of schools because he looks like he's a threat to society. And then he grows a mullet and gets him a girlfriend whose name ends in Lynn. Brandy Lynn, Tammy Lynn, you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, he's got a firebird and he's working bar shift as a security guard. Mm -hmm. And a couch with a bunch of holes in it. No doubt where Tammy Lynn's been putting out Marlboros on it. That's Arthur Smith, folks. That's Arthur Smith. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stock down for Arthur Smith and Rob Sala. Yes, uh, two more teams that should have cut loose a coach today. Hey, I'm a Jets fan. Do I want us to fire Robert Sala? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing that now. That's yeah. It. I'm going to make that a shtick. Name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had an online order. That was the second word he said to me. I have an online order. Name. Yeah. Do I pull around now? What do, I, what, do I, what do I do? I need some direction. Well, since you're going. You are the air traffic controller of the drive-thru. You need to tell me when it is my time to get to the window to pay you monies for my food. And I got there and they didn't have any burgers. I was like, are you, are you freaking kidding me? And then they left out a burger or left out a chicken because I had to substitute. Sorry, we forgot to order cow. We only have bird. Would you like this bird? Oh, if I want a bird, I would order a bird. You should just ask them to put the burgers that, that they used for the chili back together. Oh, I just outed who it was. Oh, There's only one place that Shoot, should I, not, should I not have done that? Nobody, nobody has ever walked away from that place and gone, that was a bastion of customer service. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stock up, stock oh, down. We got three days left, and I swear to God we're going to need it because Tag's going to need two weeks of cool down. <laughs> Week 15 in the NFL, stock up, stock down. I'm going with uh, stock up. Since you're going full negative, Nancy, I'm going to go uh, some positive things. Uh, and Detroit Lions, 42-17 win over the Denver Broncos. Look, not, not that I was a great believer in the Denver Broncos, but that is a team that had been playing better. And when we were doing the lead up to this game, right, we talked about the two ships passing in the night. The Detroit Lions, who were on the decline 
and the Denver Broncos, who seem to be on the upswing. The problem is Denver's not good. Detroit is, and Detroit showed it on Saturday night. Just another opportunity to say, Sam Laporta, you're welcome. Everybody who I told you to draft mm. him in your fantasy leagues, you're welcome. Mm. <laughs> this feels like another feller that uh, I know a mulleted feller was pretty high on. Yep. Mm. Yep. I upgraded my cards for the senior ball. Now it just says pass catcher whisperer. There you they go. They catch passes? Probably I'll listen to this guy. There if they go. block people, ah, not so much. Yep. Unless yeah. he says they're a guard. Five touchdown passes from Jared Garf. Didn't have didn't have turnover a one, which was great to see, because that was the thing that had been scaring me about him. The fact that he'd been turning over the ball lately. Um They're good is so good. Yes. Um all right. We'll uh oh look at the time. We gotta take a break. Hey, you did Let the Jeremy thing. about it. Yeah, you know. Uh, we'll come back, we'll continue. Stock up, stock down, daily draft for an overreaction Monday in the sportsocracy. Yeah. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. Download our free app on Google Play or the App Store. Type in Asheville Home Search. You'll be able to connect with our team and see all the available homes for sale in our area. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or Clarissa Sells WNC at gmail.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop Custom Apparel Shops. The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! Back in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. We're coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. As always, low prices. Love the savings. Getting everything uh, situated for your, your holiday parties. Of course, stocking up for the big uh, the big dinner on the day. You know, you got to go to the Ingles and get all that stuff. I went and got mine. You need to go get yours. Uh, let's see. Daily draft here. Number one pick was the Buffalo Bills for me. Up uh, that they are they are the ones that made the biggest statement this weekend. Uh, Arthur Smith and Rob Salah took the biggest grumper on uh, on Jeremy's playoff hopes. So, um, or at least Rob Salah did. So he was stock downs back to back. He's got all stock downs, by the way. Um, Potentially, we don't know. And you then could, you know you could take a few of my stock downs, and then maybe I'd say something nice. 
Uh, and then I went stock up for the Detroit Lions. And stock up. Nah, no, you know, you know what? I'm going to throw a stock down in here because I'm throwing a stock down for David Tepper. Yep, that's one I didn't have. That really? Nope. Good night. Uh, Did you get, see it, that stadium? It can't get any lower. Like, I, I mean, you... mm, see, that's what I thought. I thought it couldn't get any lower, and then I saw the stadium. I mean, when you pack 500 people into a stadium and then lie to all of us and tell us it was 70,000. That's a joke. That's bad. That was the official listed attendance yesterday for Bank of America Stadium was 95% full. 70,600 people. I swear to you, I saw a picture from right before kickoff and I went, hey, it's Dave. Yeah. Hey, Dave. It's awful. It's terrible. And and you know what? I, I hope that that was a lot of the thought process was wasn't you know oh it's raining it's too cold i don't want to be outside i hope a lot of that had something to do with we're not showing up for this guy no that was that was an indictment of the the state of the franchise absolutely the weather is a convenient excuse Mm -hmm. there is bad weather in every nfl stadium at least two or three times a year Mm -hmm. good teams even bad teams that, that that have some direction You'll never say, I've been doing this for a minute. I don't know that I've ever seen a stadium that empty. Yeah. I once saw a stadium in Buffalo that you couldn't get to the stadium, and there were more people in it than, than that. Mm-hmm. There was a blizzard. You could, the, the airport was shut down. You couldn't fly in or out. Yeah. There were more people in that stadium than I saw yesterday. Uh, um, uh, When you have reporters, when you have beat writers posting out that there's no one here, and there was nobody on the roads to get to this game. No. It is bad news for David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers. I want good things for this organization. Always have, and I always will. Sure, As they're in the I. same division, and I'll talk crap about them when we play each other. But I want good things for this for, for this franchise. I want good things for this city and this, this state and our economy and all of the things. You don't have it right now, and David Tepper's doing everything he can to set this thing on fire, eroding the public trust to nothing. Look, I, I got friends that work for this team, around this team, uh, and look, they're very good to us. But it's uh, yesterday, I hope, was was the the bottom. Mm-hmm. I hope that was rock bottom. Yes. Because that was brutal. Yes, no doubt about it. Uh, and stop lying to me. I don't care how many free tickets you gave away. Stop telling me you had 70,000 tickets. Well, that's how many that tickets game. were distributed. Oh, I which get is it. very I know how often. They do it. That's very often the number you get. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for that whole, you know, 700 game streak of sellouts that they tried to sell us a few years back. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, <laughs> yep, I'm still on the stock down train. The Dallas Cowboys. You did it to me again. You did it to me again. Every time I believe in this team, you pull the rug out from underneath me. You just can't win on the road. And that is what that that is a hallmark of poorly coached teams. And and the Dak Prescott MVP talk, that's fun for a week. Wasn't it? Didn't didn't, didn't we enjoy that? Beat the sin out of the Philadelphia Eagles. And you know what that should tell you? I should tell you one very basic tenet, and I screamed this from the mountaintops in the first hour. The NFC is not very good. All right, none of these teams are good. Philadelphia is not good. 
Dallas is not good. Detroit has times where they're really good, times where they're really bad, because that's what inconsistent, mediocre teams do. And in terms of the high end of the NFL, they're the three, four best in the NFC. The drop-off from the four of them is brutal. The fifth best team in the NFC would be the 15th best team in the AFC. And I don't even think it's debatable. I don't even think that's debatable. I was watching the Titans yesterday, and all I could think was, if you played in the NFC, or a playoff team. And you probably would be a comfortable playoff team because that's how bad it is past those four. Uh, Game and Fed say, so you're saying my Eagles have a chance in the playoffs. I, absolutely, I, I 100% am. Whoever shows up with an A game twice out of those four teams is who's going to go to the Super Bowl. That's it. And I say twice, not three times. It's by the fact at least two of you are going to need three wins. Because I'm not sure you have to be perfect more than twice. All these teams are inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater with Dallas. Am I going to sit here and tell you that they couldn't show up at some point? You go, let's see, what would their path be? You'd start in Tampa. Mm-hmm. You beat the smoke off of them just because they're not even in your weight class. Mm-hmm. If you got lucky and Detroit got beat and you caught one of those other wild card teams that had to play San Francisco and you play Philadelphia and Philly again, am I sitting here telling you there's no shot they beat them? No. No. Oh. But I will tell you this, and I mean it to the f- deepest fiber of my soul. Whatever team from the NFC leaks out of that god-awful conference is going to be a lamb being led to slaughter by whoever they play in the AFC. If I could bet who which conference wins the Super Bowl right now, mm-hmm. I would put – I'd probably put my life savings on it. AFC. Oh, take it all. Really? Don't care. Don't care. Because mm-hmm. I know the narrative on San Francisco is so significant right now that I'd be catching odds on it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Baltimore, Kansas City, Miami, you don't care. Whoever comes nope, out of the care. AFC. Don't care. Wow. Okay. Iron sharpens iron, and you're going to have to go through three good teams. Because mm-hmm. I got news for you. There's no New Orleans Saints, no Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no Green Bay Packers, no Minnesota Vikings making it in the, in the AFC. That team doesn't exist. You're going through the Bengals, who are super talented. Oh, they got a backup quarterback. Okay. Two through 53. You're not even in their weight class. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, two through 53. You're not even in their weight class. Hey, one of your contenders just went into their stadium yesterday and got beat bloody. It was 31 to 3. And that's a team that may not make the playoffs in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Yep. Uh, my next one's a stock down, and it is for the Prince of Shrek himself, Trevor Lawrence. The Prince of he Shrek. He looks like that weird Prince, the little tiny one in Shrek. Ah. Okay. He also looks like handsome Squidward. Uh, he also looks weirdly like Stonehenge with hair. Um, Stonehenge with hair. I see that. One. Yeah, it's it, it's weird. Somebody posted this on social media, and I went, "Damn, he does. He looks like all six of those things." <laughs> Are you right. starting to understand what I've been saying about him? I'm not telling you he's a bum. I'm telling you he's not what he was sold to be, and he's not going to be. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be. He is going to be a mediocre 8, 9, 10 quarterback. Him and da- he is way closer to Dak Prescott than he is to Patrick Mahomes, and I don't even think that's debatable. Agreed. I also don't understand, do we give him like a trick ball that's covered in butter? I, I Last night, it looked like he was playing an invisible accordion. Like he was doing the oompas in his head and just went, oh, shoot, I had the ball. Oh, 
It's not great. And people say, oh, we have a poll in our YouTube chat going right now. If you started a franchise today, who would you rather have, Trevor Lawrence or Brock Purdy? You want me to tell you the most damning thing you'll ever hear in your life? Mm-hmm. Right now, Trevor Lawrence is up 52 to 48. Yep. And I don't agree with you. Oh, I do. I don't. I do. Um, I don't. And in the next segment, I'll tell you why. Oh, yeah? Okay. All right. Uh, Trevor Lawrence stock down for Jeremy. That's four in a row. We'll see if he can keep it going. Yeah, it depends on you. Uh, I got I, three stock downs <laughs> left. Screw it. I'm going back. I'm going back to the stock ups. I'm 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 trying to set a positive note for this holiday week. Stock up, Brock Purdy. Because I I mean I get it. I, I see I see what you're throwing out there. Brock Purdy versus Trevor Lawrence. It's an interesting question. Yes, we'll talk about more of it later. Um, I would be on Trevor, but it's hard. It's hard to deny what Brock is doing. Brock is, though, to me, he's he's system quarterback, and it is it is working oh. well. Oh, it is working well with the San Francisco 49ers. Another four touchdown passes last week, and, and I don't believe that he's as good when his team is not at full strength, as we've talked about. When you're missing major oh, pieces, uh, you're not that good. There, can you name me a quarterback who is as good when his team's not at full strength? Joe oh, Burr. Uh, when exactly have I seen that? Uh, he's when had he's Jamar, been good? He's had Jamar Chase and T. Higgins mm-hmm. the in, his entire career. Yeah, he's better when the team's at full strength. Take Jamar yeah. Chase away from him. That's what I said. You said still good. You said no, who's still good. No, I said who's not as good when oh. their team's not at full strength. Oh, I thought you said that was still a, good. I that was, like, was a rhetorical question that I did not expect you to say anything to. Because <laughs> nobody is as good when they don't have all their pieces. Mm-hmm. There's just one that looks like Lord Marquot or Lord Lord Farquad. Yes. Excuse me. That was yes. his name. Yes. Uh, Marquand Manuel was safety in the NFL. Mar- he was the two. <laughs> Oh, Mark one. Uh, stock up for Brock Purdy, though. Uh, he's back in the uh, – after disappearing, he's magically back in the MVP discussion. Uh, I agree with what Jeremy said earlier in the show. It should be Lamar Jackson, end of message, repeat the line. But while we're playing this game with the other quarterbacks, Brock Purdy's back in the discussion this week after Dak took a step back. Uh, and then that'll probably flip-flop next week. Uh, and then, stock up, why not? Tampa Baker. Let's go. Oh, God, yeah. Baker Mayfield. He's probably earned himself more money. Mu- the only other person that's earned himself more money this year in the NFL than he has is Jake Browning. Oh, no, Jake Browning won't touch what Baker's about to get. Oh, I know. But I'm saying compared to what he would have gotten. Baker's done himself a lot of favors this year. Baker Mayfield is about to he is about to be the third in a great great lineage of one-year quarterbacks. Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, and Tampa Baker Mayfield. Yeah. There, there you go. He's going to cash in that that much to my dismay and lead his team to the playoffs. So uh, I didn't give I didn't think he could do. So. Yeah, Baker Mayfield is a it is a very basic analysis. Name me the average talent that's ever been average making 5 million dollars a year that got better when he made 40. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. The list is very short. <laughs> that ain't his problem. I I don't disagree. 
I'm just glad that you said Baker stock up and yes. not Tampa Bay stock no. up. No. Because that means I will happily come in here and go, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, but, Jeremy, you said it was all stock downs. Uh, yep, sure mm-hmm. is. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Buccaneers, stock down. Congratulations. You're going to be the, 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 the lamb led to slaughter playing a team that is exponentially better than you. Awesome. You get one home gate, another year of Todd Bowles, and the right to pay a stupid amount to Baker Mayfield. Congratulations. That's kind of like going on a game show. And, well, you didn't win the million dollars, but we got some lovely prizes. Bob, tell what we got. We got a knife sharpener for a better, for a sharper image. It takes any knife and will make it sharp enough to cut through an aluminum can, Bob. Also got a lovely seat warmer for a Sea-Doo. Greatest day of a man's life, the day he buys a boat. Second greatest, the day it sings. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> what, no vacuum cleaner? We got no dirt devil in there? Oh, no. You tell me. Gotta love it. The Kirby vacuum cleaner. It shampoos, mm-hmm. conditions, and vacuums your carpet, Bob. It's Kirby. Yep. Yep. Don't answer the door when they knock on it because they'll never leave. Kirby vacuum cleaners. Back to you, Bob. It's the only way that this could be, though. Tampa Bay had to be the team that was going to that, that was going to take the major step back here right new orleans atlanta they get to move on not us and then you know what i am i'm going to complete the uh the 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 unholy trinity here denver broncos stock down let's ride <laughs> hey you remember you remember that thing that I said about your defense that if you didn't force turnovers, you're still not very good. Mm-hmm. You remember? You remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Here's where I missed on that. Pat Sertan's not as good as I thought he was either. I'm gonna Ross St. Brown went. Hey, watch this. I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing, and you're still not gonna stop me. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. Look, Sertan's fine. Uh, the rest of your defense, not so much. You're not a playoff team. You never were a playoff team. You masqueraded as a playoff team, yep. and then the good teams took over. Now, the good thing is that I do feel like you're really well coached, and you'll make some adjustments, and you're a year ahead of where I thought you were. Mm-hmm. You're not a playoff team, and you cannot possibly watch what, what they did in Detroit. It was almost like they were taking the occasional deep shot just to show you that they could, and every time they did it, the ball would fall harmlessly 20 yards away from whoever he was throwing it to. Like, be Okay, we didn't say that you wouldn't throw a ball downfield. We said you couldn't do anything with it. Just dropping back and punting a few times, that doesn't really prove anything to me. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, the worst contract in all of sports, and it is not close. Until Baker Mayfield, right? Oh. <laughs> that's going to be the golden age of Jeremy. Just every week. Hey, how's that $40 million suiting you? How much you paying him? Hey, how much do you make for this game? Oh, cool. That's that's it's aging well. All right, final one. Stock up, stock down. Week fifteen in the NFL. I'll go another stock up. Las Vegas Raiders. Did that pain you? No, Did not really. I, I look. I I give you all your flowers. Right, you beat a god awful team and you beat the sin out of them, sixty three to twenty one. I didn't think you could score sixty three points in three games combined, much less doing it in one. Tied for the so second. So congratulations. Tied for the second biggest halftime lead in NFL history. That's insane. I mean, what can you say? They gave it to you. You went out and took it and just pounded them into the ground. 
Good for you. Good for you. You're in the sportsocracy. ZSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at the Asheville Mall as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations, donate online or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Mall so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Market, iHeartRadio Asheville, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this holiday season. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the mountains, you need to call the agents at Clarissa Sells WNC, brokered by eXp Realty. Check us out online at clarissasellswnc.com. And did I mention that Clarissa Sells WNC loves teachers? We love teachers so much, we're giving back 25% of our commission at closing. For more information, contact us today at 828-774-6343 or clarissasellswnc at gmail.com. It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, and it's time for the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes! Yeah, that's real important. It's real important to know not to do crimes, and especially you want to pick your time and your place, right? Because no, just don't do crimes. Because, because, because here's the thing. You can get into worse trouble if you, if you do it at the wrong time. This is... This comes to us from Wilmington, Delaware. You may have heard this story. You may have not. Last night, President Joe Biden, he was out at dinner with his wife, Jill. And they were coming out of the restaurant and talking to reporters, right? The little gaggle had gotten outside and they started to ask the president a question when all of a sudden from behind them, they hear a loud noise. Well, of course, that sends the Secret Service all frantically just it's sweeping Joe away, trying to protect the eagle, right? It was a drunk driver hitting the damn motorcade. That is a poor choice in timing. For you to be driving drunk down that particular road at that particular time, and you ran into the president's motorcade. Hey, his lawyer will say that Yikes. it was a targeted espionage, and they were pulling over every car traveling down that particular sidewalk at that time. Uh, when asked for comment, the uh, president said, Happy Fourth of Thanksgiving, and the driver of the car said, Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I uh, hey, set up your story. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. It's great. My crime story is a shock from Florida. This is from Polk County. Sheriff's Department is looking for an unidentified intruder. This happened on Thanksgiving, and for some reason, they're just now putting out his picture. It wasn't me. Uh, no, this I feller, was in Polk County on Thanksgiving. It was not me. Yep, this feller is uh, his beard is way fuller than yours. Uh, you've got that. You got those little wispy, invisible hairs. He's got a serious. I mean, I'm talking a Ryan Day beard. Oh wow! 
So they catch him on a ring doorbell camera. He tries to open the door where the ring doorbell camera is. It is locked. He goes across the hall and finds the door is open. Doorbell camera catches all this. It's on Thanksgiving Day. The house that he walked into was unoccupied, assuming that these people are celebrating the holidays with their families. He goes in, didn't really disturb anything, didn't break anything, and he only stole two items. Would you care to take a stab at what those two items are? A toothbrush and a magnifying glass. Uh, You don't reuse a toothbrush, you grossman. He stole a handle of Svetka lemonade vodka and a bottle, about three-quarters full, of Florida's natural orange juice. Uh, The resolution that we have come to is that he did not plan particularly well for his holiday because the liqueur stores were closed at this particular time. So apparently he got a little thirsty, 5.30 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning, and wanted a screwdriver. There you go. Total cost of his illicit findings 35 US dollars. Nice. Before Biden would have been 16. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm a perturb all of you. You're here to hurt feelings. Oh, 100%. I got, I got three days of shows. I got 100% of the pie. I think I've, I think I've, peeved probably 10 percent. you got a i'm a i got a you slew got, you, i'm gonna bet you got a solid 30 including at least one that you're gonna sit around the christmas table with mm-hmm. he's gonna punch you in your jejunum <laughs> hey your heart's good cool <laughs> shut up stupid ah <laughs> uh, he's got a bum shoulder i'll be oh, all right god i'm I'm going to send a message. You should celebrate Festivus this year. <laughs> I will give you the poll. Set it up in your house, airing of grievances, and I'll give you a webcam to stream it live. Nice. Feats of strength, even with a bum shoulder. I got Bob, and I'll put my life savings on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are not do that. Um, He's a much bigger man than you are. Nah, that's fine. The bigger they come, the harder they fall, right? Yeah. You know who usually says that? Little fellers. And there's a high percentage of the time where it uh, doesn't matter how hard the big one falls because the little <laughs> one's the one that goes down. <laughs> All right. Um, the main thing on my mind right now, I don't have problems figuring out who's at the top, right? Maybe overall in the NFL, San Francisco, Baltimore, yada, yada, yada. Where's, where does Kansas City and Miami fall into that? Who's the two? Well, I mean, we're going to do power rankings tomorrow. Right. And this is probably the hardest. This is probably the hardest one that I've ever had to do. Because I don't really feel like, outside of Baltimore and San Francisco, and yes, in spite of all the things I said about San Francisco, I, I do still feel like they're, they're two. I don't really feel like anybody's all that good. Every one of you has a huge wart. But there's a high side with a lot of you too. I would say Kansas City is Kansas City's probably my three mm-hmm. as it sits right now in the AFC or in overall. General. Okay, I, I I believe that's where I'm at. And Hill Buffalo might be my four. 
I can't buy into Buffalo. I, tomorrow's power rankings, and I'm going to go ahead before we we we, we shade into the, the poll topic of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forewarn you that tomorrow's power rankings are going to look a little different because I'm going to do how good is your good power rankings. You're bad. Any of you could lose to anybody except whoever wins the NFC South. They have no shot of winning a game against anybody that makes the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, I see a path you win two games. Cincinnati Bengals get in, have to go on the road twice. Could I see them beating whoever wins the the South, Jacksonville, Houston, Indianapolis? Uh, absolutely. And then you catch, it would probably be Baltimore. I don't like your chances of winning that game, but could you do it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is going to be one of the weirdest playoffs that we've ever seen because you're going to have some really big numbers, I think. And I'm probably going to be on a lot of dogs. Okay. All right. Poll- to cover, if not win. Yeah, poll question of the day was, if you're starting a franchise today, which quarterback would you rather start with? Is it Trevor Lawrence or is it Brock Purdy? I'm on Trevor Lawrence here. If I'm starting a franchise, I want the most talent. And he is, to me, the most talented of the two. Why would you go Brock Purdy? All right, so you said earlier that Brock Purdy is a system quarterback. Yes. And that he wouldn't work anywhere else. I don't know that definitively. That's exactly That's what, what I've been to told. That's exactly what I was about to <laughs> That's ask. That's what How I've been that? told. Well, I will tell you, I'm the evaluator. Mm-hmm. I, I And I've said that based on what I saw out of him in college. I ain't never seen him play anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I watched way more of, of the Cardinals game yesterday than I wanted to because all the afternoon games were so bad. Right. I'm not so sure you're right. Okay. I'm not so sure you're right that he's just a system quarterback. I'm also not sure. He doesn't have the body. He doesn't have the arm. He doesn't look like the stereotypical quarterback. Tom Brady didn't in the beginning either. He didn't. I mean, this is a guy that went to Iowa State. All right, they they don't necessarily have the athletic budget that Ohio State does. Right. So I can't say that he has all of the advantages that somebody like C.J. Stroud has. You know what I have noticed out of Brock Purdy, though? He gets better every single week. You take away that that three-week little blip in the road where he was awful, and some people will say he had a concussion in the middle of that. Whatever, Whatever you want to blame it on, I don't care. So the run over the last handful of weeks for san francisco so since the bye week when they played jacksonville name me the stretch that trevor lawrence has that looks anything like this when has he ever looked like the quarterback brock purdy is i don't i don't have it how many quarterbacks in the nfl have more touchdown passes than brock purdy right now none of them that'd be zero bob how many quarterbacks in the nfl have more yards than brock purdy None. That would be one, one. Bob. Okay. Uh, how many have a higher QBR than Brock Purdy? None. That would be none, Bob. I think it's become really convenient. And I'll I'll admit it. I'll throw myself under the bus. I said it a bunch of times mm-hmm. that he's a system quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yep. What advantage does he have over Trevor Lawrence? Okay, in terms of receivers – Yes, I would take George Kittle over Evan Ingram. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would take Brandon Ayuk over Calvin Ridley. Yes, I would take Debo Samuel over Christian Kirk. Not by that much. 
This isn't like he's playing with the New York Giants. That's a pretty good fleet of weapons he's got over there, too. You don't even look in the ballpark of Brock Purdy. Not even close. And this is... I, I had to have a few fireballs and, and some time with myself. And, and at the end of it, I looked at myself and I said, Self, if Trevor Lawrence had been a seventh-round pick coming out and Brock Purdy had been the number one pick in the draft, would you be disappointed in Brock Purdy right now? No. And the answer is no. No. Am I disappointed in Trevor Lawrence? Absolutely. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Infinitely so in that comparison. Okay. I see where you're going with that. You throw into the money and all that all that kind of stuff as well, contracts and things, I could see where where you go down and that, that path. And that's, yes, I'd rather have Brock because he's cheaper and all of that, but I'm not sheer about talent on I'm talent. I'm talking about sheer talent on talent. Mm -hmm. Red C in the YouTube comments asked, how many quarterbacks have more weapons than Brock Purdy? That'd be none. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Brandon Ayuk has not been the receiver that we're portraying him to be now. You know what changed? What Oh, Brock showed up. Debo Samuel was a gadget player that we were running as a running back. What changed? Brock showed up. George Kittle was always special. Christian McCaffrey's always been special. Mm -hmm. Has he ever been this special? Has yeah. he ever been as good as he's been in San Francisco? We covered him every second he played for the Carolina Panthers, and he was good on a lesser team. Yeah. I'm not saying he wasn't. Weird. A good player goes to a good team and gets better. That's the kind of the belly of the beast here. Mm -hmm. I guess that's my point, is that we hold it against Brock Purdy that he went to a good team where he's got talent. I'm going to level with you, and I mean exactly what I'm getting ready to say. If Brock Purdy was the starting quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, they would have already clinched this division because they are that much more talented than Indianapolis and Houston. And Trevor Lawrence has this weird ability to just absolutely boo-boo in his pants at the weirdest times. Brock Purdy right now is a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence by any analytical metric that you can give me. Mm -hmm. You know where else he's better? Just watching the games. I watched practically every play at Cardinals 49ers. And all I could think about was, man, this kid is poised. Man, this kid's eyes are disciplined. Man, this kid always makes the right decision. And is that better because you have a lot of talent? Absolutely. Trevor Lawrence has a lot of talent, too. And allegedly has way more talent than, than Brock Purdy. And Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, which is something that Kyle Shanahan's never done. Trevor Lawrence does less with more. Brock Purdy does more with more. Mm-hmm. That's still an apples-to-apples apples comparison. It's not like you have Trevor Lawrence out here playing with the Arizona Cardinals, and he doesn't have anything. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is CSPN Asheville. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, each perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three, at 6% ABV, max protect. Always drink responsibly, and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. "'Twas the day before Christmas, and at the North Pole, the elves were all gleeful, mind, body, and soul. From making to baking, content as you please, when off in the distance, they heard a loud sneeze!" <laughs> 
Hello, I'm in need of normal human cold medicine. One last stop to top off the tank and Santa's a go with Ingalls to thank. Merry Christmas from Ingalls. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It's 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of joking around and laughing around. Today is uh, a, a somber day, though. Um, today we found out bad news out of Chapel Hill. Eric Montross, 1993 national champion, lost his battle with cancer over the weekend. 52 years old, and man, he was just, he was such a larger-than-life figure when he was in school and even out of school. He was just a great guy to be around. Uh, early in my basketball playing days, I fashioned myself after Eric Montross because he was the center at Carolina and I was the biggest kid on the floor. Uh, and our, our start of our ESPN journey here, one of the days that I went, hey, we're doing something right, was Eric Montross. You interviewed him on this show. And at the end, I will never forget this. Uh, he said, and, and I don't remember, I, I'm paraphrasing here. I don't remember exactly how he said it. It was some of the effect of, you know, happy to be on with you guys. Uh, keep doing the great work or something like that. Yep. And we have Jones, but Eric Mondros was a kid. I, was a guy I looked up to as a kid. Yep. And it's just a really sad day. He was such a nice guy. And every all the outpourings of support, you've heard that continuously today. And, and just a really sad story. Yep, yep. All of our thoughts are with Laura and Sarah and Andrew and Megan, who are mourning the loss of Eric, who was – a fantastic ball, ball player and a great human being and one hell of a Tar Heel. I, he was dominant. He was so good. Rest in peace, my friend, and we will see you on the other side. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is CSPN Asheville.